thought is free. From the age of Big Brother, from the age of the Dog Police, from a dead man, greetings. is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further, and I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public, um, more families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment, for sure. I to say, as I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime. So as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behavior.
reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Welcome, folks. Another stream, another day, and of course, another giga spiral. So, uh, we are going to be talking with Christy Grace and Charles Rixey. Let me just see if they are in the participant uh, box. Not yet. So, whilst uh, they're doing that, what I will do is this remind everyone I'll move my camera. We have, um, there have been significant changes on the internet. It seems that there were a bunch of uh, laws enacted uh, EU-wide um, with respect to quote-unquote community standards, etc. So I think that's why we've been seeing the, the censorship or, or accounts being taken down. So please, please, please get on the email list join the discord whilst it's still active and i suppose i should put a link in there for uh the gilded um instance just in case and uh yeah hit the griff links commander rixie how are you sir i'm doing good can you hear me uh i can you might want to turn your mic up a little bit maybe uh, anyway <clears throat> Uh, mm. Yes, so um, of course after the, well, the, uh, Jay was trying to do a um, commentary, I think, on uh, the Vijon Health uh, Conference and we obviously have to uh, respond in kind, uh, don't you think, uh, quick 
a quick warthog gun run on the position. Uh, well, I don't think we have to respond in kind because we can respond with actual science and, mm. you know, you know, not well, I see, conjecture I see and ad hominem attacks. Look, man, I like ad hominem attacks in the uh, current environment. Um, but right, right, right. They're better when they're <laughs> backed up with science. So, Yes. All right. Hello, Christy. How are you? We can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Uh, uh, what was that about ad hominem attacks? Uh, I, I was saying I love ad hominem attacks, but uh, it's better when they're backed up with actual science, you know, two-pronged attack. That's what I like. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, let, me let me get rid of me in the corner there. So, Thanks for uh, having me on. How's it going? Ah, you know... Um, it was a uh, awkward time to be doing that uh, the conference for me. So, you know, that was middle of the night, finished at whatever it was, five in the morning. And um, so I'm, I'm still sort of, it feels like I went to bed and I've just got back up after that conference. But I know there was a bit where I was awake in between. Um, so, <laughs> you know, kind of like jet lag. I enjoyed your presentation. I enjoyed oh, I everyone's presentation. Yeah, they were all very interesting, and I didn't even get a third of it done. Um, I mean, I got to the point where spike protein has been identified as facilitating. Um, Hi, Eo Tensei. I'm looking on my phone at the the Twitch, and I've got a few screens going. Oh, so okay. somebody said hi, Christy. Um, so yeah, I the only um, smudge was um, Charles Mike having problems, and uh, that's a shame because you know it, it, there were some really interesting figures there, and it it sort of um, when trying to introduce to a new audience, you want to make sure the delivery is um, impactful. So with that, there were some questions, and I didn't know if we were going to wait to talk about it. You know, Check I had down. over eight. I almost had. I had almost eighty slides, but that was because there is more than one law firm that is going to start hammering on the FDA about the lipid nanoparticle, and those those were for them as well. So I just gave a brief overview, and I was bouncing through slides, knowing I couldn't present it. But if I would have given a skeleton presentation, then the opposite would have happened, and people would have. Uh, hammered on me about that like so i was screwed either way i was in a mm -hmm. catch-22 situation so i just loaded them up mm -hmm. yeah i would have loved to go on through everything yeah i don't it's one of those half an hour probably would have been better per individual i think and less i don't know post post presentation questions i guess or, or you know something like that just just rattle through it i don't know what philip's schedule is like i mean I, I presume as an md he has lots of other work to do but um yeah it would have would have helped just to have a bit longer and um but the reason we're here is that there has been another giga spiral and hi jj <laughs> and so it's only fair to rebut in kind i think 
right? So what I think we should do is, I, I, like I said, I don't have timestamps for where he's talking through stuff. If you have stuff you want to jump to, um, but we can play it at sort of one and a half times speed. And um, the chat was the more interesting part to me, the comments people were making in the side. But then that was Doc Keck from our uh, network going in and basically just, again, laying down uh, science. Right, you've got to you've got to be out of back shit up. So, so Kevin, I emailed you some studies, especially the one that shows the RNA is mutating that was done recently. So you had them, and I didn't know if you wanted to just hit two birds with one stone today. But I sent you two or three emails because I don't think Precision Nanosystems is a Scooby Doo, and I I don't I don't think that any of those studies. Yeah, you know, that I brought up are they're not my opinion. Okay, okay, I've got a RNA study. Yeah, okay. And then I sent another email as well, but I think each one contains two or three things, and yeah. Okay. Do... I didn't know if you wanted to talk about science while we were at it. Uh, yeah. I mean, look. Oh, Briefly, I just and then save like a if you want to do another really longer episode talking about what an electrophile is. Be. Mm like acetaminophen is an electrophile, but how things are changing and mutating. It's uh, it's actually not even PhD or master's level education requirement to know that. It's a bachelor's at most. It's, it's, mm. it's basic chemistry stuff. Mm. So it's kind of shocking for some of the people with credentials to push back on basic organic chemistry and what is a, an electrophile and what's called a electrophilic attack because you should have had to do that on your organic chemistry exam. Mm -mm. Sorry, that's just been irritating. Um, Wait, so are, you that, that, are you implying that JC... Or I don't know if you want to go to the JC stream first and then if you wanted to... Because I think I, there were questions too because people thought it was just m my opinion. Uh, well, let's, let's see if we can... Now, there's two V-John health things here. I don't know which is which there's one an hour and one an hour okay that one looks like the i i think stream. that's weird yeah because there should have only been one so let's unless he broke it up later i know on youtube holy moses yeah. you hear the sound look at these graphics fancy yeah. spike detox um that's my fault neurodegenerative diseases, thrombosis, immunodeficiency, autoimmune diseases, laboratory origin, question mark. Uh, all those things are fake and gay. <laughs> Kevin McCarran in a mirror image of the other image of him. No American flag behind him this time. A long COVID and sponsored by Vajon Medicine. International speakers, here we go. In COVID-19, since the very start of the pandemic, 
it has allowed me to be able to take a look at some of the unusual patterns in the pandemic. And it has also allowed me to meet some incredible speakers from across the world. And today is no different. We've got some an incredible lineup of speakers over two days. So it's 12 speakers in all, five today, seven tomorrow. In terms of the presentations, it will be myself and Georgem Gorlash from Medicinals who will be doing some of the questions and will be taking questions from the audience as well. And so our focus will can, be on trying to deal with some of the cutting edge sound. Uh, get to where Christy's speaking. Yeah, we, we've spent enough time. Dysbiosis and well, um, information. We spent 20 streams together. The next to true nature of this incapacitating agent, as Kevin McKern is putting, rightfully putting it. And today, the description uh, that Charles Wixie, Kevin McKern, and Christy Grace will show uh, many experts. To do a quick introduction of yourself, uh, say 30 seconds to a minute, and then we'll go straight into your presentation. So you can go ahead anytime you want, Christy. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me and everyone that's here today watching. My name is Christy Grace. I'm in the United States. Um, I'm 48. I have five majors, actually, including my MSc. And I've been a process and project manager for the largest plasma company in the world, Aldevron. And then I branched off to do my own consultant work. Um, how dare you have professional experience that's relevant to the discussion here, Christy? Um, I know. Aldevron is where I started before I became a... Private consultant. I started off working 50 to 60 hours a week that quickly went to 90, 100 salaried, working seven days a week. We all did, but uh, I was protein division research grade, also did CGMP. I worked also in tandem with the Freiburg, Germany location on in animal antibody discovery, and we would do purification of supernatant. But uh, just, so, just to give a little bit more antibodies background. Antibodies are fake and gay. I know. And... So is virology. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, so I just want to make a clarification for anyone that looks at someone who says that they invented a drug. That's not always true. I worked custom biotech RNA liponanoparticle recombinant protein development with monoclonal antibodies, fusion antibodies, all kinds of proteins. If if someone wanted me to make the spike protein, that would, would have been something I'd be able to like express in cells. But most of the time, researchers don't know how to perform start to finish, how to get to the end product. That's when they contact somebody like me. And then we go through design steps of milestones. And it usually starts with a gene sequence, which they have to have, which you've got to you know flank things into a plasmid and then you have to do what's called grow things up and then you transfect and you pick cell lines and there's more complicated parts to it than that but i designed things start to finish including through shipping and we were really short-staffed for a while so i was also working with our company lawyers on third-party distribution i also did some shipping when we were testing out boxes for cold chain but most of the times people who design products they only know the end product and what they want it to look like they just don't know how to get there, so it's my job to de to design it all, start to finish, and well, that, um, um, we we could just uh, project after project after project from startup to huge biotech worldwide. Pharma so uh, here, here we go in the chat. Actually, it's it's impressive the professional experience you have, um, but but we must we must get down to the base scientific reality, which is. Jay saying pitching long COVID to sell things to fix long COVID so transparent um that's his first comments here uh he talks about metadata i don't know what that means um Either we, ha right. <laughs> we have a great new pandemic narrative that's going to keep all of you in work for life from riz scar someone says long covid train running 
Doc Keck is in there. S1 subunit of spike protein is causative agent of long COVID. Nice one, Doc Keck. Uh, you can specialize in origin or the shots. This is known, so Doc Keck is in there. Good, good on Doc Keck for getting in there early. This is known and has been confirmed via Dr. Bruce Patterson with identical biomarkers being observed in natural infection as well as vaccinated population with no other COVID antigen present in the body. You can specialize in the S1 subunit, which is present in both natural infection as well. It's been the therapeutic target for vaccines on the market. Uh, he then goes, you know, clones. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So then Giga Spiral says, tomorrow the cure, today the mythology. Um, yeah, so I, I would I would interpret that as, again, in Giga Spiral world, it's impossible to have a... There can't be an infective, a transmissible infective agent. And all the biomarkers and uh, imaging and whatever else that we have diagnostically with respect to a large cohort developing this long COVID, it's impossible in his mind, right? That's that's what I interpret that bit as. So, um, you know, I don't know. Again, it's sort of no virus type um, argument based on uh, faith, I guess, rather than science. So... Well. So what I want to just highlight for people, as you watch this, watch his facial expressions because it's amazing. And then at the end, when he gives his little spiel, notice that what he doesn't actually know that she's wrong or right. He doesn't know the science. And so you can tell there's times when he's shaking his head yes, and times he's shaking his head no, but he doesn't really have any understanding of this and it's hilarious mm. and, he, and he like when i watched it i couldn't tell if he was like agreeing or not until he gave his little stuff at the end in which he basically just ignored everything that she said about science mm. okay are there in interruptions in the um, presentation itself i don't remember to be honest I just know the facial. I just Some, someone facial commented facial. on my breathing in the chat, I think once, and then someone else said I was circular breathing. That's correct. I've I played multiple instruments. I've been classically trained in singing, and I have been trained in circular breathing. So when I was told fifteen minutes and that I needed to speak at auctioneer speeds, yeah, I, I just had pretty much a a memorized fifteen minute thing in my head, and I just wanted to get it all in. Um mean to tell me you've got a um, eclectic and uh, skilled educational background? How dare you? The, all yeah. those arts and... Uh... <laughs> all right, that's... I've been managing from startups to big pharmaceuticals. Uh, recently changed careers, but my specific my specific background is with recombinant proteins, such as spike protein, and then something similar about LNP and RNA and project development for custom, anything you could think of for biologics. So I'm here to present today on the adverse events and a lot of things that have been overlooked by large media accounts, large accounts on Twitter and people posting who have been ignoring this data. Thank you so much. I'm gonna zip through the slides. I've got over 70 slides. I'm just gonna give summaries and then these are available for download. This is on the nanoparticle concerns, charges, mutations, plasmas, and adverse events. And thanks again, uh, you mentioned Kevin McKernan and uh, Philip Buckholz for doing the work that they're doing and working with the plasmids. Jay is asking what career now? Are you? Do, do you want to tell people or? Uh, 
for fear of being canceled and uh, getting a new license to practice? No. Uh, also, just for, yeah, no. Okay. No. Thanks. But um, people can change careers. That's why I stated my age is 48, because people I've had people assume I was in younger than I am, that there wasn't a possibility of me being in college for more than 10 years and doing work. You don't look 48. Thanks. I don't really go on this We're just going to go over briefly what the construction of a lipid nanoparticle looks like with mRNA. You've got the various lipids. There's positively charged lipids. Uh, there are PEG, TSPC. We're going to be focusing on the charged particles. Uh, the RNA has a negative charge in the center, and that's surrounded by positively charged lipids by electrostatic interactions. And some things have been happening that uh, a lot of people haven't been talking about. There's confirmed studies that the positively charged lipids are causing collapse. There's also confirmed studies that if there's an overabundance of these lipids that are positively charged, they'll go right to the lungs and cause adverse events, including collapse. So the positively charged lipids... There was a recent study that no one has talked about where they used special analysis and they looked at the lipid nanoparticle with the current injections that are happening across the globe where the positively charged lipids are mutating the RNA inside that lipid nanoparticle. And this is extraordinarily detrimental. And the one thing that they did not talk about is uh, the exact mechanism and implications that it would have on the human body because the mechanism is the same. Human bodies have RNA in it. Human bodies have DNA in it. These are called nucleic acids. If the positively charged lipids are mutating the... So he is actually really... Stop? Yeah, he's can, can we bring up the study and can I do you want to talk about what an electrophile is and it is a chemical species uh, and how that. they're deficient and they seek out and react with electron rich species? Because actually in this study that really did not get press, they it's used HPLC, yeah. So they used yeah, reverse phase ion pair, yeah, HPLC, and they looked at the RNA inside the lipid nanoparticle. And this is one of the things that has not gotten any press. I missed it too. They used additional tests and they found that the RNA is mutating because of what's called electrophilic attack. And they, they actually found that it's there are impurities embedded within the cationic lipids that are driving it within the, the thing itself. And then it's electron deficient in those regions and it's causing them to do the electrophilic attack where it, it's interacting with the, the nucleic acids and then it's mutating them. Okay. Um, yeah, it's all very complex chemistry and... and then the... I thought we didn't, you know, I don't know if you wanted to have another stream and we'll like dive in if anyone's sure. interested. Sure. Um, the more science, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I can even come with like pipe cleaners Pipe cleaners would be badass. Uh, is there anything? Is, is there a figure I know that I there's, should look at? Well, I was. So if you scroll down, a lot of it's. It, it looks just yeah. It looks at how they how they calculated the trends transfection and what they were finding with the species that was attacking the the RNA within the lipid nanoparticle and how they how they detected it was mutating and changing it, whether you, now there was going to be a loss of translation, which means expression for the, the protein to be translated from the RNA. When we talk about translation, just for anybody listening, the central dogma of biology is DNA to RNA to a protein, and you DNA to RNA is transcription, and RNA to a protein is translation. So when we talk about translating proteins, that's what we're talking about. We're expressing a protein in a cell. But they, they found that there was either a loss of translation, it was mutating, and then you would be concerned about uh, a point mutation between those base pairs. It could fold in on itself. Um, then you'd be looking at aggregation, misfold. 
Did they actually or aberrant do the proteins sequencing to find what the mutations were in this paper? Or not that I could find. It was the only one, but it was just crazy that. So we could presume the links they went to. Random. Yeah, a shift, a left shift of adducts, so it's adduct formation. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So. It would have been awesome if, you know, there's been a bunch of people commenting that I think they assumed it was opinion. Mm. <laughs> that this was opinion or a hypothesis in someone's substack. Right. And, um, well, Chrissy, all I would say is uh, the important thing is that you've changed career so we can disregard the yeah. science that you've bought uh today it it doesn't yeah. count um Kui is right uh the the career change is the important data point here not the uh not electrophilic attack of sensitive genetic material someone, that's being someone's saying that they love my pipe cleaners who is that uh comfortably numb. numb uh she's a sweetheart so um let's see uh the new career is sign up Yes. I don't know if you knew that. Yes, well, I don't know if we wanted to say that here or not, but that's uh, her new career. Well, you know, except for Koo's new What's career. What's my new career? Psyop. It always has been. <laughs> How do you know? Only Koo is allowed changing careers. That's not Psyops. Um, I also, I, I would wonder if his new employer would support the words he's about to say about the lipid nanoparticle having no impact whatsoever on any kind of injection injury. Is that what he says? That's correct. Yeah, wait for it. Yep. The RNA within the lipid nanoparticle, then they absolutely are mutating RNA and DNA within the human body. Then you can ask how that would occur and how it would get into the, the DNA. You know, we're going to start with the RNA. Uh, the RNA mutations are happening because 70% of the RNA that are in the cells of our bodies are outside of the nucleus. So if it's interacting with that, it's going to cause mutations. You're looking at um, aggregation. There's uh, amyloidosis, all the things that Wacky uh, Gerlach spoke about earlier. Uh, you'd be looking at uh, loss of translation, aggregation, uh, amyloid, misfold, neurodegenerative disease, cancer, you name oh, wait, it. Wait, wait, disease, wait, wait, the, stop, the pause, wait, stop, wait. This is apparently stupid, complicated. Sorry, this is not something, to, maybe it's not how to teach. Um, sorry, man, this isn't for fucking undergrads here. This is a limited time. Try to get the data out as, hard, as quick and fast as possible. It's not your responsibility to um, pick up the stragglers. It's their responsibility to put the work in. Sorry. Uh, That's where the detailed slides come into play. Yeah, they can go back and pause and read the slides. Uh, They're going to be posting the slide decks on... I think they said today, correct? Philip said that they were they were going to share our slide decks. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's move on. I'm waiting to hear that lipid nanoparticles are benign. Just you know, pull from a, a big buffet of issues. Then you, you could ask yourself, why would DNA be mutated? How would they get into the center of the nucleus? Um, the way that they would get into the center of the nucleus is if you had plasmids within the lipid nanoparticle that didn't belong, that are DNA plasmids, the positively charged lipids are connected to those and they'd hitch a ride into the nucleus. Wow. Mark is there in the bottom saying she is so certain. 
<laughs> oh man, the stupid just fucking bleeds through the screen, man. People on 4chan give me better stuff. <laughs> I was going to compare them to 4chan trolls, but that would be an insult to the people on 4chan because they've done some great work. Well, well, you know, when you're citing literature that shows this electrophilic attack, um, I don't know, a degree of certainty is, uh, or, or surety, not certainty, is somewhat warranted right you you can put your foot forward and let it sort of feel the ground in front of you and if if someone's done the work already um yeah um why not ha why not be a bit assured in your presentation of the data um now uh i was sitting there and look all all of this i didn't know maybe um this is a good chance to you for you to explain dead box uh genes um i wasn't that familiar with them i've heard it mentioned and but i've never looked into it perhaps you could uh enlighten me um that would be useful uh is it okay to say that you know i wish Am I allowed to say? Am I allowed to say your name in Germany? Am I allowed to say seven and nine? Uh, yeah. So all right. So yeah. Or can I say like who who she like that I yeah, know? Yeah, like yeah. I wish she was here to talk with me. I wanted to do a stream with Joanna like yeah, badly yeah. so we could bounce off each other. Mm. All right. So there's multiple dead box proteins. A lot of people bring up p53 uh, dd and they start with a ddx and they have their own number associated with them, a number and letter combo. For instance, DDX3 is a dead box protein that is known to bind to both RNA and DNA. It's not known if it's... So there are no specific binding sequences that they are known to bind to. They're kind of more broad range uh, with RNA binding specificity uh, interacting with a wide range of RNA sequencings uh, and sequences, including viral RNA, messenger RNA, and non-coding RNA. It can also bind to the HIV-1 RNA genome, and is a that I remember reading. It's playing a critical role in that in that lifestyle, or its life cycle rather. And you know, all this just to just to reiterate, I'm not saying this is happening with everyone. I have no idea. I would assume this is on the rare occurrences when these interactions are happening. It's like I think if anyone said that I was saying it was happening all the so time to everyone, it's just luck of the draw. It's a crapshoot, like certain specific times. But these are these are genes involved in cancer, apoptosis, yeah, so and, and if they go wrong, the transcriptional regulation. So uh, DDX3 is involved in transcriptional regulation, translation control, but also DNA metabolism. Uh, so complex disease, diseases like cancer can arise from DDX just not being regulated. And if it got mutated or something was driving the expression differently, like if it, like if a plasmid with a SV40 promoter ended up linking up with it, because some of these things, some proteins can bind with DNA and some can bind with RNA too. But uh, so, okay, so DDX3 specifically is cell proliferation and survival. It regulates the activity of cell signaling pathways. Uh, uh, this is where, is it doorless carp would come in? Uh, like the P, was it 13K AKT pathway uh, has 
interaction with viral proteins and then if it's dysregulated it would al it has a capability to alter gene expression and contribute to cancer development interesting yeah right. yeah everybody should look up just look up uh if anyone wants to uh, just look up some dead box proteins if anybody in the chat or anybody watching and they look what they do but if if those were mutated or dysregulated you'd be in trouble comfortably numb says jj can't explain why hiv is still here good point good point all right Let's move on. Nucleus and thereby would be mutating the DNA of those cells. So again, the study was proven. They used analysis. It wasn't a hypothesis. Um, with that, you'd be looking at cancer. You'd be looking at dysregulation of more than just P53. A lot of people are talking about P53. There's tons of dead box proteins involved with these kinds of mutations. Uh, recently, uh, Dr. Drew and Dr. Kelly Victory, um, much uh, love to Dr. Victory. I know she's suffering right now from cancer, and our thoughts are with her. Dr. Thorpe and his work with OBGYN. Now, he talked about stillbirths, and he was talking about the RNA, but the thing is, both the plasmids that are present and the lipid that are positively charged can impact these dead box, or called dead box proteins. And these would actually be the adverse events that you would see in, in babies, in, in children, and it would be involving these dead box proteins that are represented here. And the reason why is if a, a pregnant mother is injected with a substance, the baby's blood-brain barrier isn't developed yet. It's, it's just coming and going. There's no barrier to stop anything from coming and going. So those positively charged and negatively charged lipids are just flowing in and out of there. Um, and again, uh, there's just so many host of issues that are happening. There's also what's called Can we uh, stop here for a ion bridging that's involved. And went... uh, I don't know if you want to do a stream sometime about ion bridging and excessive ion bridging. And what that means is like the positively charged lipids have the electrophilic or the electron loving parts to them, but they can do, when, when I talk about ion bridging, mm. different charged molecules or different molecules can start linking up to them and they can start forming comp complexes which can lead to aggregation mm. and misfolding of proteins of the protein I, didn't we ride. Do this? I think we did this paper we did this one yeah. yep when we you and i first met mm. that was the first first time you had me on um so this is the negatively so this was a paper fazula natal right? yep fazula natal looked at negatively charged liposomes for anyone who's not familiar a liposome is uh is it like a circular structure of lipids like a ring and then things can get sucked into the inside like it could be a protein or a rna or a piece of dna plasmid mm -hmm. which then you know those can have a more negative charge but they tested and this was a study at the end of 2019 and then it was published early 2020 like you said it was a russian paper and they found that the coagulation cascade was at a rate of thousands more than what the human body was capable of. And they were thicker clots and they found more fibrin and just coming in at a rapid pace. Yeah. Frightening. Or, or I made it up and I'm a psyop and Bazoolin right, is right. also a psyop. The, right. Bazoolin is a Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. This is all Scooby-Doo. It's not real do this really fast then there are negative charges within these lipid nanoparticles and the reason there are negative charges is because the rna and the plasmids that are contaminating them are highly electronegative a study that was done in 2019 that was published in the beginning of 2020 looked at the adverse effect of negatively charged lipids on the human body and what they found are these spindle clots the same exact spindle clots that embalmers have been reporting on that people have been stating don't exist it's right in the study all the references are here so this would be the cause of these these big thick clots that people are finding and again it's the negative charge that is impacting the lipid so we're going to talk really quickly about net charge zeta potential there's a lipid nanoparticle and how this would change there's my little drawing of the rna in the center that's negatively charged and you have the positive charges surrounding that and there have been studies recently done regarding the lipid nanoparticle in order for the lipid nanoparticle to 
not have adverse events. It would have to have this neutral charge to it. Uh, some studies were done recently, and there's a webinar on YouTube and a link here where... Please stop for a second, please. Decided I was talking quickly, and I was nervous because it was important. And again, there's some law firms and politicians that are about to use these slides for some of the data that's presented, but the, the, there are other, you know, the wait, RNA, wait, of wait. course, is causing sorry, adverse Christy. events. Sorry, sorry. You mean sorry, you're taking action in the real world with law yeah. firms and trying to yeah. get... Yeah. How yeah, dare you? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's just too much, Scooby-Doo. I just wanted credibility. to correct... I just wanted to add in that, of course, more things are causing injury, that the RNA, the spike protein is causing injury, but the lipid nanoparticle and what's going on within it is sure causing a lot and for those who think they got a dud if you didn't get rna are wrong yeah if um, you only got lipid nanoparticle then you just get positively charged particle which we're is about to come up yeah the distributions and that but you go to the lungs the idea that you're you can fixate just on one mechanism um is it, thanks comfortably numb thanks sorry I'm re i don't know if it was okay that i read the other chat that's that's uh somebody mentioned my oh uh knowledge yes it's uh it, it's great and i would encourage people right the three people on your screen right now all have different expertise we'll speak to this problem from our expertise but all of us i think would agree that it's a bigger problem than any particular pro issue that we would highlight it's the combination of all these uh, mechanisms coming together and to, to be ignoring that or claiming that none of it is real is uh, again you're running down a, a blind alley basically being led by a uh, deceptive Machiavellian Pied Piper in this instance. Well, we've got people on our side of the fence. Well, I don't know what side. People on Team Reality are also ignoring this information as well. But mm. well, again, and they're just it, saying the peg is the only baddie. That's yeah. the least of your worries. The peg actually holds the lipid nanoparticle together. I'm not saying it's great, it's bad in itself, but it stops it from degrading because when it degrades, that's when you start running into some of these additional issues. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the peg is the, the the least bad thing, I think, on the, the whole of the lipid nanoparticle. Mm -hmm. Or the cholesterol is probably the least bad. So to go cholesterol, DSPC, peg, the least bad. And it's it's not like there isn't the... Well, it's not, obviously it's not human, but the rodent studies that have come out and, you know, there was one which showed myocarditis uh, or, or grading of myocarditis, whether it was intramuscular or IV. And then there was one recently where they basically showed the organs were massively enlarged in rodents after receiving, I went, in, in this case, it was the full vaccine. So it's hard to pin down an actual whether it's lipid nanoparticle or expression products but um the 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 physiological problems are, are being identified and it's incumbent upon people to understand the contribution of each aspect and to ignore it is to again ignore the uh yeah reality of 
the situation that we're in. So hey, speaking of a, ignoring reality, I'm sorry to interrupt when he, he was shaking his head saying no. What is on the screen right now, if anyone wants to take a look, is on YouTube and free to watch is called it was right there, introducing, you know, it's Precision Nanosystems webinar, Tea Times. And they do, they they will do studies, they'll look at uh, studies that they want to do or would have been done, and they'll analyze some things. But this was a webinar where they did studies and they manipulated the ratio of positive and negative charges within the lipid nanoparticle on rats. And then they injected both intramuscular and IV, and they tracked where they went. So he's saying no to this too when he says that it doesn't do anything because this company makes it, it's nanosystems. It's, mm. They they make nanoparticles. I mean, what yeah, more I do you mean, want? It's, it's right out of the horse's the mouth. It's covered so by all the, the slides, All the slides that are about to be presented are from this YouTube video. And okay, they, they, we right cite now. them. Can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what dipshit to alter ratios of positive and negative charges within the lipid nanoparticle to see where it goes. This slide is important. This is directly from Pfizer. Pfizer states that their lipid nanoparticle for the current injections is supposed to have a neutral to slightly negative charge. They measured the what's called zeta potential, which is the surface charge of the LMP at minus 3 millivolts. Uh, if it were something different, it could lead to binding events in the blood compartment, a.k.a. clots. Now, what would happen if you had a nanoparticle that had a charge you on it other than what it was no. supposed to? These are the original biodistribution data. Pfizer part. admitted it, JJ. Mm. Pfizer, that's, th that, that's the internal document from Sasha. Am I allowed to say you idiot? Yeah. Cool I don't know what to do one. right now. This is a safe space. Yeah. I don't what the Pfizer's own admission. Mm. Man, the chat there is just... Um, well, that's what you're dealing with. But um, that P is a, a real weirdo. Thinking virus, very much viruses don't exist. Hitch a ride into the nucleus. These folks are so delusional. Nuclear translocation is not a thing. Okay, Pete. Uh, hey, hey, Pete, just FYI, it could enter during telophase. Please explain to me, Pete, what telophase is, because it doesn't need to enter the nucleus if it was on a plasmid, if the cell is undergoing... Oh, but wait, he's got a rebuttal. Calamari clots low, as if you don't eat negatively charged lipids all day long. There you go, I've teed that one up for you. Uh, there's a... There's yeah. a well, well, I eat table salt all day long. Or what, was, what was I was going to say for an example? We can eat limes, but I don't drip it into my eyeballs. Mm. But that's a pretty poor analogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. The stupid. Slides that were leaked out of Japan. So again, researchers, they looked at manipulating the charges and they decided what if we pull out some of the RNA and we had a higher amount of positive charges, if we pulled out the positive charges and we had a higher amount of negatively charged RNA. Pause for a second. Can you just uh, confirm here that again, this is from George Mason University, Dr. Buchanan, I believe, and they used three different studies, and then there were multiple doctors involved when they altered the ratio of the positive charged lipids versus the negative, and then they tracked where they went in the body and what happened. So you, so you mean the PSYOP? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. Or I just made, or I just, instead of using pipe cleaners, I decided to just throw some shit on the screen and call it yeah, a day. Yeah, you got, you got out MS Paint and went to town. Gotcha. 
positively charged particle, it's going to the lungs. If we have a more negative charged particle, it's going to the spleen. And if it's slightly more negative, then it's leaking right into the vascular. And it doesn't even matter if you inject it into the muscle and if you aspirate. Because of the highly negative he's charge, shaking his head it's going yes. to bind to platelets so why is he... charge. And that means clotting. And again, we look back to... I, I don't know. I mean... He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know either. So don't feel bad. Yeah, this is... You, you're just watching cognitive dissonance sort of rattle around in real time. And so... Um, All right. Sorry to interrupt. This is this your show. You Pfizer data, that's an internal document that was released, that they admit that if it's not neutral or very slightly negative, you're going to have clots. So the, the way that things are happening and why adverse events are happening is because one of the issues is the lipid nanoparticles breaking down during the freeze-thaw process. There are more studies. Uh, there's three or four at least that I've included here with the imaging of the nanoparticle breaking down. So I've got to say shout out to Doc Keck in the chat. Um, Hi, Doc Keck. Thank you. It, well, in this chat, but uh, the... Oh. the, the Cooey chat, but I don't know if he's in this one. Maybe he is. But um, he says positive charges attract negative charges. This is basic, like a magnet. Now, add the fact positive charged fats do not exist in nature. Now, um, is that true? I mean, you have. But you certainly wouldn't inject them. Eating them is different than injecting them. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just trying to think of. Even if you talk about basic medicine. Well, it's so, ironic because he, he talks all day about immunology and how the fact that you're bypassing the mucosa when you inject into the arm. And here he is not... Uh, that's the same basic argument, okay? It's eating lipids versus injecting them. If I... Yeah. So then an RNA might slip out. Our RNA is highly electronegative. This means the cell would now be more positively charged. The lipid nanoparticle would be more positively charged. It would go to the lung. It would cause a clot. If the RNA, which is negative, would leak out, again, positive JJ, charge. JJ, we just said that. Would leak out, then you'd have a negatively charged thing that would go Ace. to the vascular, go to the blood vessels, go to the brain, go to the heart. This is famous. Can you stop here? This is, I don't know who the top LNP expert is in the world, but Dr. Ko out of either South or North Korea, where this recent article was just published and the studies that they did on the freeze-thaw process breaking down the lipid nanoparticle. He, he's published 80 or 90 papers on lipid nanoparticle and RNA, and he's the one that's criticizing it, and he's a professor of pharmacology in Korea. Well, that's Korea. But and 80 papers, he's a that's nothing. He's a slouch. Just, you can ignore him. But better listen to Scooby-Doo Cooey. Well, as I recall, um, somebody else was also working on a pharmacology doctorate at one point, so... You know. yeah. yeah, that don't count. Not, that don't count. Yeah. So, um... thank you. That was just done. He is extensive LMP expert of Korea. I think he's published about 80 papers. He took a look at the LMP, is also yeah. breaking down. Also, the lipids are going through aggregation. Oswald effect, although smaller lipid attaches to a bigger one, it grows. Uh, you have by charge, you have what's called flocculation, ion bridging. Can we stop for a second? He's talking to his handler things. there. He's talking Was to someone he? off screen, yeah. If, um, if anyone's curious, Oswald effect, I have some laying around. Say this is one lipid. And then, I don't know if I have a little one. I have a little... Oh, I do. Awesome. They're everywhere. If this is a big lipid. In colloidal systems and liquid systems, if you have a big, a big lipid and the little lipid next to it, just naturally it just wants to go there it just it's called the Ostwald effect and that's how they can they don't grow in size they're not swelling but the the nanoparticles like McKernan and a whole bunch of other people have talked about 
been plus there have been studied that they vary the lipids themselves vary in size and so the nanoparticles so one way they can just just a smaller and a bigger one will just latch on and then it'll just get a little bigger um, that's what the oswald effect is so for people think of soap bubbles right? there you go and you'll have a big bubble and then a little one will sort of sidle up next to it and then they fuse right and that adds to the size of the it's not like the little bubble gets bigger right, right? they just connect yeah. just like the picture yeah so bubble that's a good way thanks thanks oh, Kev. that's uh actually it's a biochem i did just uh coming to the four charge into the four like Scooby wait you, you studied that too Wow, Bio interesting. I had to do a lot of biochemistry, dude. You mean you mean neuroscientists had to study biochemistry? Yeah, hmm. interesting. I hated we it. We did it on my pharmacy pants. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went to electrophysiology. It was just so much more intuitive to me. Um, but yeah, it was a long time ago. What we need to talk about as well, but again, these would cause aneurysms because there's a certain size that biological. Wait, wait, hey, hey, hey! Knock it off, Christy. Talking about cause and effect with respect to uh, pathologies in the human body. How dare you? Oh, no, you've got. Uh, oh, I think you do it's have four references. microns. Yeah, there's uh, about a dozen slides with eight to twelve citations on each. Um, at the end of this. Well, they don't count. They don't count. In the in the Twitch chat, it, uh, Mark says, "I look forward to JJ's thoughts on this." Me too. You know, it would be too. awesome if anyone on Twitter or even just go through the just go through the study on air and then just walk through it instead of to, instead of judging me, judge the study. Uh, no, that's not how he works. So, yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, I I can see if if it was the pro vaccine or gene transaction side. Just looking, intracranial aneurysm rupture within three days after receiving mRNA anti-COVID vaccination. Uh, 3K. Oh, they're case reports. You can dismiss those. <laughs> they're, uh, they don't have statistical power. They're, uh, they're nonsense. And when the, the lipids clump together, then you'd have something like this going on, and this would be the thing that's responsible. Another important thing about these contamination is, oh, again, no. thank you, Kevin Kernan and for the full Holtz for plasma discovery and the lipid nanoparticle. So when the lipid nanoparticle is formed, you've got lipids involved in RNA. But if these plasmids are in there, the plasmids are getting sucked into the lipid nanoparticle, and then that's going to cause adverse events. So what you have He's to do shaking is shaking his head. Can we stop for a second? <laughs> Does anybody want to comment on that or no? Uh, that that we I mean, know that the DNA the, uh, plasmids are the in there. Expert, so I'm, I'm, not ex I'm not an expert, but there's what's called a lipoplex and a polyplex, and there's a picture of a lipoplex coming up. So there's, like you said, it's basic stuff. Like Doc Keck says, positive and negative attract. You, table salt is negatively charged chloride with positively charged sodium, plus one on each. Now it's you, not. It's if, white. If you touched and it's sodium, salty. you'd ex just, you'd start on fire. Just, you couldn't touch pure sodium. Slow down, woman. <laughs> slow down with the uh, with the woman splaining. Salt, it's white. And you put it in food. That's it. So, so if the DNA, so when they... When they put together the lipid nanoparticle, you know, it's an ethanol, and there are the cholesterol, the DSPC, the PEG, that, that's the only thing any 
major media doctor account talks about is PEG. Mm. Finally, the positive charges are coming up. Thanks, Dr. Cole. The uh, the When they come together, the positive charged particles are attracted to the negative. So they just they attach to the phosphodiester backbone of the RNA. So if a DNA plasmid comes in, which has a minus charge of 256, which is, I don't know how many more times higher that is than the RNA offhand, the positively charged particles are going to, the lipids are going to, form a little shell around it and either it's going it forms a little shell and it's just the dna itself that's surrounded by the positively charged lipids that's what's called the lipoplex if that thing enters and gets sucked into the lipid nanoparticle itself the whole thing that's a lipopolyplex and Fun. um and then in that case it's in there with the rna it's going into the ribosome and that's that's the case where ตาเบียร์ซาโบเกียร์ซาโลยูแฮดเอนอัฟซอรี่ดันอิตส์กอนอินดูดะฟริกเกนนิวเคลียสเอ่อนาวฮาวฮาวเดียร์ยูดะน
um, reactions to like what you were doing, which is that's my job. Yeah. yeah, this is Plan B. Suffering disease and cancer was Plan A. It was never used on people who are healthy. So, like you said, yeah, there were the risks involved, but usually it was people with. I don't even know if I told you off screen because I can't say because of NDA. It gets sued up the ass. But yeah. some of them are doing really good. Yeah, yeah. Off stream, I'll tell you the one that's in stage three clinical trial that's helping kids right now who would have died and they're not going to die anymore. Um, transfection is the problem. How dare you? Um, they can't be doing better. Um, that's just, uh, you're, you're perpetuating the Scooby-Doo, Christy, by, by saying such things. How dare you? Man, I wish I could hear what he was shouting into the microphone there. Maybe someone could do like a lip reading, some good lip readers out there. You happening, it would get sucked into the nucleus and then you would have plasmid. Uh, hitting the DNA, the SV40 promoter that's on that plasmid, but also you have positively charged cationic lipids entering the nucleus if this is indeed occurring, and then that would mutate DNA and cause catastrophic effects. Also, another thing that's happening, which someone I think is presenting here today, and also Dr. Hazen, is that the destruction of the gut microbiome. There was a study done uh, that is uh, mentioned here that is outside of the current researchers presenting where they took E. coli and they overexpressed protein in E. coli, and the E. coli killed themselves in, in order to think that they were saving themselves from an evolutionary standpoint. So if plasmids entered the bacteria of the body, and this is very important because bacteria exists in harmony with human cells, at least one to one ratio used to be known three to one ratio, but one to one bacterial cells to human cells in the body it is more important than I think that. No, JJ. Attention to that the bacteria of our body. Are you shooting me? Sorry. Disagreeing. It's, uh... it's not my analysis. It's, it's, doesn't, didn't this dude teach science at college? This is what you would have taught your students. You should be ashamed. I'm just going to say it. You should be ashamed. Instead of abusing people online, JJ, like, wh why not just, like, go through this stuff and try to pick it apart and then see if anything's actually legit? Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Uh, this dude was a professor. Uh, that's literally taught in school. Right. That's he's a basic biology fact. He's an expert in immunology because he's a neuroscientist, so... Well, he's, you know. he's, read the, he's read some papers and books now. Again, the too. bench oh, experience crap. and the clinical experience. Hey, am I a neuroscientist, Kevin? I read uh, some stuff. Well, you know what, dude? Uh, compared to um, what I have seen coming through, particularly in the last few years, um, yeah, you're you're up there. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be your life partner. <laughs> Actually, I was for two and a half months. So. Ah, they, hey, quite. That's no, uh, that's the cabal. You're not supposed to let people know about cabal, that. Yeah. Yeah. These would be altered if those plasmids would hit, and it would be integrated into the bacteria as well. So you've also got uh, via the plasmid, you'd have old viruses, latent viruses would be reactivating due to interactions with what is called intracondensates within the cells, and these days have been done. And then in layman's terms, if you had a DNA plasmid entering a cell, it, it's going to drive cell expression, it's going to make it go incredibly fast or slow it down in ways that you, you couldn't even think of. Turbo cancer, that's a phrase that's been getting tossed around, you would have, again, dead box proteins would be, be uh, enhanced or they'd be mis, you know, misregulated. Uh, different locations in the body, it's just uh, scary and a nightmare of what would happen if those plasmids are in there. Plasmids in the brain, it's known that plasmids in the brain have been studied uh, accidentally uh, as causing, would cause microglia scarring. It would cause neurodegenerative disease, ALS, Alzheimer's. Also for human health overall and the plasmids, there's something called the SV40 promoter is something that drives gene expression. Uh, the proteomics of the liver uh, makes millions of proteins every day. It is responsible for 170 different interactions in the entire human body. So it's not just just focalized into the, the liver. It's responsible in
Wow, you got a stop lying uh, clip there. Can, uh, so if you wanted to go on the human proteome atlas, JJ, you would find if you go to the liver proteome on that website, it lists that the liver is responsible for 170 processes in the human oh, body. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. But JC is an immunologist, so yeah, I'm just saying. I could send it to you. How dare you? How dare you? Um, I'm sure uh, he knows the proteome better than you. I think I'll it's just, human proteome. Sorry for my click. The, so just go human proteome atlas. The yeah, human proteome, I've got it. The human protein atlas. Right now, but uh, I want to put the link in the chat for people. I think we we talked about this on a different stream. If you go to the liver. Liver. Oh, look at that. Hmm. Cool. Well, you that's know, all Scooby Doo, smart with you. It's like so you can scroll through that using Google to to Scooby Doo to research. Wow, page one of one hundred and twenty-six. <laughs> that, that's a lot of Scooby snacks. Yeah, sublime. <laughs> what a what a cretin! What an absolute cretin! I think I lost the stream, though. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. I might, I, I hit the... Go back. Well, you know, doctors might be able to chime in after I speak on this or for a Q&A. Literally saying, stop lying. Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, because he knows better. He's an immunologist, Kevin. And lipid nanoparticles that, can't, like, that. they're not the problem, it's the mRNA. Um, well, I, I thought his point was that it was just transfection and lipid yeah, nanoparticles. It's just transfection, of course. It doesn't matter what it is, it's just transfection. That's the problem. I bet he, I bet he doesn't know what a lipoplex is. Well, he's going to know after this. <laughs> Uh, Maybe see, Mark, Mark chimes in I would think the odds of random genetic code being inserted into random places being able to function at all or even cause cancer would be low wow 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 I don't wow. know what to say to that that's wow. called that's called anecdotal intelligence or anecdotal evidence the kind you pull from your ass so yeah. Um, I, trademark. I was just going to say, he, he's got people so blinded to what is, just go to PubMed and ask these questions. No, right? um, he'll never go to PubMed and he'll never show, <clears throat> he'll never show this full stream to his audience. He doesn't want to expose him to it. I, I don't know what to say to the comment that random insertion of uh, foreign nucleic acids into the genome is uh, completely benign. Just uh, don't worry about it. And that's that's not even when people say gene therapy. That's the that's a shuttle vector. A shuttle vector is replication competent in both mammalian and prokaryotic, so both both animal and bacteria. And there's the there's the canamycin, there's the antibiotic resistance gene on there. You've got the promoter on there. You've got, 
it's not just DNA you're inserting, you're inserting the production plasmid. Mm. And there's different kinds of promoters. So I don't know if you're too familiar with the SV40 promoter, but that's a continuous promoter. Never stops. Mm. Well, JC is... There's different I, promoters and the SV40 is a continuous. So as long as it's in existence, it doesn't doesn't stop functioning. It just keeps going. It's not a one and done. Mm. Wow. I don't know what the exact implication is to... Well, the, the, the precautionary principle would just say you don't do it. Don't right? do it. Um, I, I, unless there's no other choice. Look, prior to the pandemic, again, sorry to bore people with my anecdotes, but the idea of um, it, it, it was seen as gene therapy for neurological disorders was literally seen as a dead end, right? Because they wouldn't. They wouldn't allow it with the current state of the technology because of things like you're talking about, which is trying to, you would have to have promoters, et cetera, and targeted and um, the. Do you think about like homologous repair, even uh, guide RNA isn't exact because you can have off target effects where you're, even if you go in and like if you cut out or if you do, you do homologous repair and you're flanking in or either cutting a gene and opening up and inserting or if you're doing you know random cuts or even if that is 100 percent of the time always happening that's even did you ever do the glowy studies when you took a plasmid from something that phosphorescent and then you GFP type studies yeah. yeah and then you you put it in bacteria or a rabbit and then multiple things glow on it so there's multiple one it's not a one-for-one one with gene expression. It's Phenotype yeah. is... I, I have no idea. We don't know the specifics yet. They're monkeying around with stuff that we don't know everything. You would have never convinced me four years ago that they would do what they've done in this pandemic, which is roll out this technology en masse. When there are... It was, it's known that there are all these issues. Right. It's it's not like that was. Um... That's why in the clinical study they signed the, the consent form. Mm. And yeah. the risks. Yeah. Um... And they're small cohorts too of forty to sixty people. Mm. Un under intense medical supervision. Yeah, and and the product is highly purified multiple times. And it goes through what we would use, you know, columns. Even when we talk about endotoxin, usually that's purified using what's called a TFF membrane. And some, sometimes you got to send it through a couple of times. And that's just when you're talking about this much liquid. Mm. At anyway. $800 a membrane. How much? $800. $800. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's cost. So that's not retail. That's just cost. Those little TFF membranes are about 800 each. So if you've got to run just even a liquid amount that that much, then you use two or three membranes to get your endotoxin levels down to like your EU to a two. Now, you know, perhaps. And they never, they, they didn't do, sh sh yeah, there's no way they did the purification. Well, well I, did, mean, I, that, I don't want but, to um, go off on a tangent too much, but, you know, there's this, sorry. there's a, an, an issue around, the plasmid contamination, which is that there were expected levels, right, that were 
discussed in the emergency use documents that they expected it to be there and this is my concern that um, they'll say well yeah we took that into account and so um, even if there is plasmid contamination um, we don't have a um, there's no legal standing on which to uh, bring a complaint because we it was discussed now I, I, I would I think count... that zeta potential was measured with the IVT process one where they didn't use plasmids so they weren't even there to make an impact when I think they did the sorry to interrupt but I think no. that's another thing too they were they were making measurements off of the product that came off the process one IVT enzymes to make the RNA not the plasmid to make the RNA yeah, that's actually, uh, I, I was just about to say process one versus process two, which is how they mass produce everything. So Christy was talking about purification multiple times using a different process. For something this size is, exactly. yeah, if I wanted to, if I wanted to make, here's my spot glass, if I, if I wanted to make uh, a pint of, that, that's a whole effing boatload of antibodies, by the way, or monoclonal antibodies. If I wanted to make a, this much antibodies and I sent it through T, three TFF membranes, which sometimes you'd have to do, usually antibodies don't have that kind of endotoxin going on for endospore-forming bacteria that's present. But if it was you know a different product, it, it just just three of those membranes, that's that's twenty four hundred dollars just for the membrane alone. There's yeah the cost to get something really purified for the clinical trials and to make what was done in those trials for those people is nothing like what was rolled out here, not saying it's any better with the standpoint of adverse events, but what it was was better to the purification points. Um, Untermensch, uh, uh, listening right now, you didn't get the really purified shit. <laughs> you got the, you got the uh, mechanically recovered meat version. The, the shitty hot dog. Who knows what in it? Yeah, I mean they're tasty. They, but... Senator Renick, uh, not to keep going on that tangent, he finally brought up that FOIA where Pfizer admitted that their employees received the special batches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they that... did get the filet mignon. Mm, yeah, yeah, fuckers. <laughs> or saline. Or saline, yeah is responsible for 170 different processes across the human body. So if you have some plasmids or positively charged lipids that are mutating anything within the liver, you have the potential for impacting the entire human body. The, then you've got, uh, so I guess the layman's terms is for the SV40 promoter. There's some laid out here if you'd like to read on that and not get so sciencey for people who don't have degrees. I've laid everything out because um, I've also been a tutor of science and worked with teenagers for about 30 years and explaining science in a way where people can understand. Like if you you had a conduct. Uh-oh. Sorry, uh -oh. JJ. I'm also <laughs> licensed to teach in the state of Wisconsin. F you. <laughs> Sorry. That's got a that's got a sting that one. Does it? It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme, does it? But that's well. And again, I would I would just say this wasn't this wasn't about trying to talk to the lowest common denominator. It was fifteen minutes to get across a highly highly complex set. Of, we've had people have had three years to get up to speed right now, and if you can't um, keep Keep pace 
right now um that's that's on you man you've 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 got to i have to work at it everyone here is working at it everyone here is reading these papers and you know and you get a short window in which we could speak to a new audience and so better better to you're not sleeping you stayed up until how long till 5 a.m for the mm. conference like all not just all three of us i think everyone who's been on or off twitter all the people presenting are countless sleepless nights um it doesn't it doesn't pass the cooey scooby-doo test like <laughs> look at him holding his head as you're talking about um actually being a teacher what a yeah uh... it's, it's k through 12 it was a temporary license i got to help out still active because i wanted to help out because there's a shortage of teachers jj mm. therefore i'm an asshole right, of sorry. an orchestra and someone took the 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 sheet music and altered it in some way you're going to alter the the entire course of what that music is playing except you just did it to the human body or if you 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 changed a stoplight or you changed a recipe and you were making cookies and you substituted out some of the ingredients and you now made a toxic cookie and then it would impact things uh, for just for, for, for an un incredible amount of time. So I guess for the, the summary, it's cationic lipids within the lipid nanoparticle, which are positively charged, are known via multiple studies to cause clots, adverse events, and reactions with the immune system. A recent study was done that the positively charged lipids that surround the RNA that are bound by electrostatic interactions are known and were shown via reverse HPLC with ion analysis to mutate the RNA within the lipid nanoparticle. And again, the one thing that these researchers in the study did not point out, which was very obvious, is if these positively charged lipid nanoparticles are mutating the RNA, causing it to aggregate, causing it to misfold when the spike protein already misfolds within the... Okay, I'm going to mute her because I don't think she's saying anything useful and I want this slide to be up while she's talking. So here's the deal. Oh, nothing useful there. It was all... Uh... <laughs> Holy fucking shit, man. So, so basically... Um... One of the reasons that that Kevin and I have have been trying to, you know, talk about this, and I mean, really, Kevin, you started, you, you brought it on your show, and because we understand how important this is, because because we're looking at this at, at the at the global scale across all these different disciplines in which we're not experts, and we're just trying to gather information and take in what we think is important. Give, give me two minutes. Separate, I'll, I'll yeah. Okay. Um. And basically, okay, of course, Kevin, Kevin has these pee breaks. Um, but, but basically, after doing all of that, um, we, Kevin and I, were both instantly able to understand that this was incredibly important. And it stood out as wheat amongst the chat. So I'm not sure why JC doesn't see that. Because you, because like you said, you were literally... Showing quoting studies, <laughs> I showed <laughs> Pfizer and Precision Nanosystems own studies, which makes you a psyop apparently. But but the point is is that you also had like twenty slides worth of references, and he's not going to go through those. 
and said he's going to talk over you and well now we have to wait for Kevin to get back from his barley tea break <sighs> but anyway Kevin what did just happen the screen started to oh, well. at first I thought it was my screen but it's his screen is there yeah, a kitty a... there <laughs> there's a kid there's a kitty there he does have two kittens and he's allergic like like i am so so his his eyes will probably water no. now no, no, no. mine are from just the red that's cute yeah yeah can't tell if he's on screen well there he is sorry so anyway, we I was just explaining that, that you and I, like many others, have to sort weed through the chaff. And so we were each able to independently understand what Christy had to say was incredibly important. Thanks. And so for JC to completely ignore it and immediately start with ad hominem stuff is, is absolutely ridiculous and it's, and it's insulting. Before well, he continues, can I like give a brief like three-minute just speed talk? Of what electrophilic attack is and what's going on in that RNA study. We can do it later. All right. So positively charged lipids are bound to the negatively charged RNA through electrostatic interaction. And in that study, they are there's uh they said there's what reactive species that are happening. There's impurities that exist within the positively charged lipids that they just can't get out. And it makes them electron deficient and then so they they seek out something that's electronegative and that would be the RNA and the DNA and when it's coming in contact with the, the RNA the the lipid contains the positively charged uh, function of being what's called electrophilic and then they are attracted to the regions of high density electrons such as the lone pairs or what are called heteroatoms and then the nucleobases in the RNA contain uh, electron-rich areas. There's oxygen, nitrogen, and they can act as nucleophiles. And then the nucleophiles will can actually attack back. So like in basic organic chemistry, Kevin, do you remember like BR to BR, like the, the electrophile attacked something and then they attack back? So that this is a, this a, a bond occurs when that happens. So it's an attack and a bond formation. So the nucleophilic electron pair that is... Uh, from the nucleobase attacks the electrophilic site on the cationic lipid. And then what happens from there, I just want to like clarify this and then JJ can comment if he wants. This leads to the formation of a new covalent bond between the cationic lipid and the nucleobase. And then that uh, from there, you have a, what's called the formation of an adduct. That's now a new covalent bond that is formed between the cationic lipid and then the nucleobase. And that results in the creation of a modified nucleobase hence mutation, and then this adduction modification occurs after the structure of the nucleobase is then disrupted. So then the base pairing is then disrupted, and then the consequences then would be the altered base pairing and the misfolding of the RNA and translation and the protein wouldn't form property properly, and then you'd have issues with aggregation, or then it would be non-coding. And there's studies that I included in the references that show that non-coding RNA are oncogenic. Uh, no big deal. 
go that, ahead. Uh, I really like anybody who wants to comment, like if you want to splice that video and just take what I said and then say it's not right. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe it would be uh, complex, stupid. That's what he would say. It Too is. Much information, right? <laughs> it is complex, stupid. It's, it's not stupid. It's, it, it is complex. Yeah. Maybe that's why only people are talking about the peg who are because they don't know more. Well, or they Kevin, won't look into more. Uh, Kevin, just real fast, I, I want to bring up something that um, that uh, Hypersol brought up in the Discord because Christy, this is a message sent to me. Uh, Christy asked if JJ has ever done viral bench work. That's exactly what he he's published for. He's used viral vector luciferase to investigate nicotinic receptors on neurons. And I figured, Kevin, you'd like to, uh, huh. uh, you know, just point out the fact that, you know, that he has done that and he's still this stupid. So, mm. yes. Yeah. Stupid is uh, putting it mildly, but. Um... Thanks. But I think where did, that, where did he Ignoring... say that the lipid nanoparticle, Charles was, because uh, he said it where he said that LMP was not a concern. I think it's. I think it's about to say right now. Okay. She's obviously doing what I said that everybody was going to do, which is try to blame the lipid nanoparticle or the spike protein or some other nonsense for the nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Okay. Nonsense. The fact that transfection is not a useful way to augment the immune system. So she's trying to say that the I didn't say it. can mutate mm -hmm. the DNA. Yeah, I just again. left it up to everybody else talking about the spike. That doesn't mean I don't think that transfection or the RNA isn't an issue. Yeah, of it's, course it's it is. A... Like in the lab, even with any protein, when you recombinantly, when you introduce foreign RNA into a cell, like we talked about another show, Kevin, and then uh, Mary was here, right? Like when I said that the the different proteins that you would make in a lab using cells in a lab under highly controlled conditions using RNA and lipid nanoparticle when the cell makes the protein. It doesn't even have to be spike protein for it to misfold, and then you do a two-step process, which you use a buffer and a detergent to refold it, and the human body doesn't have that process. And that's just, I mean, there are processes like you talked about, Kevin, that I'm not familiar with, with neurogenerative, like I've heard you speak to neuro stuff where the body can, with some, it tries to, right, where there's like a misfold and it tries to compensate or to clean up. Mm. But it can't well, do it once just the processes start, right? Ways. It's the same as any other... Um, tissue system, right? They're, they're, they're all producing peptides and some just don't come out right because of whatever, I don't know, hit by uh, neutrinos from the sun, for example. I don't know. Pick, pick a reason. And the body will, um, has compensatory mechanisms to make sure that they don't, uh, it, it doesn't overwhelm other, the ongoing metabolic processes. The problem is, is that they're essentially rate limited and um some some waste is more easily dealt with than others and that's the issue around amyloidogenic peptides right that they have this um ability to initiate a um misfolding cascade that that defeats the uh, the the rate at which the Proteins can be degraded within the cell, packaged up and sent for um, excretion. And again, these are very, very complex. People people make whole careers out of just 
studying one peptide and how how it moves through different environments right it's super super complex and for him to just be saying oh they haven't you haven't spoke about his particular hobby horse which is uh the i'm not even sure what it is at this point immunomythology that transfection is a bad thing i've understood your presentation as being hey transfection is a bad thing don't do it it's full of risks and across multiple levels systems tissues organs um there was there was nothing there that was um but it, maybe people are using the word transfection wrong sorry to interrupt but transfection is entering introducing something to a, the cell i didn't talk about the spike because everybody else has got that covered i'd just be redundant at that point mm. Well, anyway, I want to see. I want to see what excuse he. But he just said LMP was. What did he say? It was. It wasn't important. I think. Let me just wind up back. Really charged lipid nanoparticles are mutating the RNA, causing it to aggregate, causing it to misfold. What I said that everybody was going to do, which is try to blame the lipid nanoparticle or the spike protein or some other nonsense, for the fact that transfection is not a useful way to augment the immune system. So she's trying to say that the LNP can mutate the DNA of your cells and it can mutate the RNA inside the lipid nanoparticle. That the positively and negatively charged lipids actually matter from a poisonous perspective to the extent to which they can escape all of your immune system and chemistry of your plasma. They just go places your and plasma do things. Can deal with so if I injected sodium, straight sodium into your body, JJ, do you think your immune system could deal with that? Mm. yeah it's it, your, it, your immune system doesn't deal with positively charged things does it's it this constant um i'm not i'm not an immunologist so he i'm is, asking yes yeah and his, his yeah. premise is is that the immune can't system deal with by itself can just deal with literally anything and everything and Ooh. you know it can deal with a lot but um you know Real world experience tells you that that's not the case, right? There's there's a reason why um... we we inject people with neutral things like Kevin. Like you speak to this, you know more about this than I do. But like magnesium sulfate, magnesium has a positive two charge, sulfate has a negative two charge. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it's rendered neutral when used for infusion, especially in women with preeclampsia and labor. You wouldn't inject a woman with just pure magnesium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the. We, we, have, we have things that are bound to other things to create a neutral charge for reason. And also, you know, there's uh, the solubility issues as well. You want, the, you want salts of stuff to right. um, make sure that they're useful physiologically. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, the, the objection he's coming up with here doesn't doesn't make sense you've essentially outlined that there's a toxicity with respect to the tools of transfection right that basically means hey you might want to think about not doing this on a global scale and forcing it onto people so his objection seems mute it's just again he's just playing to the morons in his uh, chat i think and they're responsible for this mess 
This is the worst of the worst. If you watched how she presented, she went past several slides that had only 15 minutes. An entire presentation. And I sent it. Let me just say it and stop beating around the bush. Uh, I don't even know if was. I've been sending stuff to Aaron Siri's team. We've had Zooms. They're going to use some of this data. Other politicians have been using this data. I've got FOIAs. They helped me edit some of mine for legal purposes. This is ridiculous. If I would have had bone slides, then he would have complained the other way and said she wouldn't have had enough data. So either way, I'm going to get hammered on. It doesn't matter what I present. And, but and the thing as is, you said, we only had so much time to present, and I wanted to put all the data out there so it was out there for people to review. And I sent you the slide deck, both PDF, Kevin, and the PowerPoint, if you wanted to bring up. Uh, you know the, what? I'll, I'll put it up on my website. Thanks. People, all the people references. Is, it. The references are all there. I think there's 70 or 80. But it, it's kind of ironic that he's he's bitching here when multiple times he'll make a point of, oh, God, I was going to give a presentation to Children's Health Defense, and I thought I had an hour, and then I was only given 15 minutes. You know, right? He's always whinging about that particular event in the in his recent past. And uh, look, man, I'd, a 15-minute presentation yeah. is um, tough to get. Uh, uh, I wanted to show all that stuff. That it's backed up. It's backed up you did, by you did exponentially more with your fifteen minutes than he did. Mm. I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Yeah. And he's still Thanks. whinging about it. Oh God, Robert Malone took my time. Remember <laughs> <laughs> now. I forgot about that stream. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Who else was on it that he was complaining about? Robert Malone, Meryl Nass, uh, Tess Laurie. Was it Jessica? Maybe. Was it Jessica Rose? Yeah, maybe. maybe. That's, that's Lori. So, and RFK, all on RFK's podcast, mm. just so they could listen to his stupid idea. Mm. And, uh, you know, yeah. And Presentation. He only got 15 minutes to share. Say that again. I was just saying, then he was pissed that he only got 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for anybody watching, so this, we were we were instructed to make slides that were sledge, and I quote, sledgehammer slides. Right. This is the way I interpreted it, but there were people that wanted this data, but then there are people that wanted me to send them a bunch of stuff, and I just said, hey, look, I'll just wrap it into all these slides, and then mm. I'll do double duty. But we are doing more in-depth presentations that are 90-minute presentations for anyone watching coming up that's going to go into, or I'm going to go into all of this more detail and just pick out a few of the i think the good ones and spend about 20 minutes on each like maybe three or four things each to like total the 90 yeah right. yeah thanks lc has to say with respect to oh, he's gonna talk about me quitting my job i think or did he already do it's, that it, that was in the chat but coded in them this is not a, she just got through saying that she's for 30 years taught science in a way that makes it understandable to people but she gave you the worst presentation ever with oh wait it didn't it didn't have enough uh spinning spinning graphics on it and animation maybe so. i should have smoked a joint <laughs> yeah more information on every slide that she intended to cover but who cares because that it's going to deliberate. serious team and politicians, JJ. Wow. With sometimes slides 
composed of information that she's not even talking about, but who cares? She clicked through a few slides, but who cares? You're Which, look, you said at the beginning, I'm going to go through these slides and they will be, you can go back and look at the references, but the, I'm just putting the information there so you know it's there, Correct. right? That was, she, she you, really you said specifically it stated that, right? And I, so, Kevin, I hope, I hope that uh, the Children's Health Defense is paying attention to this. Mm. I hope they are. Mm, they I should be. They, yeah, I, I think that I think that they should. Uh, well, Kevin, you know what I'm referring to. Since mm. he he seemed really interested in showing them your stream. Yeah. Uh, because I, I dare say that uh, that uh, Christy has a lot. More to offer than than uh, JC does. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. What You're presenting to the whole earth. You wouldn't want to put any time into thinking about what you talk about here. And we're already in what? What is she talking about? Active concerns and FOIAs? Because I have some place. Because I have some cojones. Mm. Uh, that that is a sign. I asked for the. He has no balls. I have a, a current one of the latest FOIA that I just placed that the FDA has has not responded on yet was on the contamination, any contamination that occurred at any site. And you can look at this up on the FDA website because it'll list out current and active FOIAs. I asked for any and all contamination that happened at Pfizer or Moderna, aka Catalent, specifically or especially the Bloomington, Indiana location, because it's had its own concerns in the past. Wanting to know whether it be a whole batch of vial, multiple vials, what the contamination was, how they dealt with it. And then I, when I saw the other active FOIAs as well, there are other people that must know the things that I know that uh, like they're asking for recent FDA um, inspections and the results of that, because we know some stuff. Um, so we want them to say it. This is because you're speaking to because I've worked in biotech first. I've worked in biotech and I, I made friends. I made friends in biotech. This is where I've worked. I'm networked. Yeah, I think I told you off off camera, right? I can tell you. Off, I can tell you off camera. Well, he has drug dealer friends. <laughs> when. Um, yeah, obviously there's multiple people who know stuff because mine isn't the only FOIA. It's just mine is the one asking for the specific contamination concerns. And then there's other people that are asking for the FDA inspection records at specific sites. And we, we all don't know each other, but we all have requests regarding the same sites from the same date range. Mm -hmm. So it stands to reason if a certain plant fired 150 people in the director in June, that, that I mean, we also kind of all know something. You would think the way he bitches and moans all the time that he would be happy about this sort of stuff being dragged into the the public domain, so people understand the how sloppy everything has been with respect to this technology. And you know that's that's his thing, right? No, uh, don't do. Oh, so hey, so this is this is some the screen is something that uh, someone sent me privately. So this screen, just to just to talk about what's on the screen, because I just threw it in there because it sh I thought it should be seen. This is uh, an application that is, you can't, I can't find it. We can't find it. We think it was removed from 
the the patent list. Uh, someone sent me this privately. It's not a fabrication of. I think this um, talks about continuous expression over months and years. Christ of an RNA therapeutic. So that's why I put this here, and wow. he's complaining about it. So I can't say who sent me this, but when I was on Twitter, a couple of people sent me some serious stuff, and this was one of them. Well, Kerry, let's see what other bullshit you Think about how spectacular this is as an opening speaker, somebody who communicated almost nothing to do with biology, everything to do with chemistry. Well, you know, it was a chemistry orientated. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck, man? One of my majors for undergrad is biology, but I just. I don't even know if that matters. Well, we don't need to know about the chemistry no. of those lipid nanoparticles. It's uh, it's irrelevant to the... So is that uh, because... So zeta potential is a big thing, just to let people know there's this thing called net charge, and that's... The oh, that charges in biology? How dare you? Stop woman explaining. Well, then the zeta charges on the surface, but that's dependent on the pH. So it can change when it enters different... Yeah, that's the whole point. It's just crazy. That's, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, he's objecting because we're having a... Scientific discussion. Yeah, about yes. fundamentals. <laughs> so, Kevin, you had to take organic chemistry. I'm, I'm presuming he did too. Mm. Like, so. Sometimes people burned a lot of doobies in those classes. I did not, but I mean, I tried really hard stuff. with the organic chemistry and the genetics. I mean, I passed and I passed well, but it wasn't, um, it didn't motivate me as a as a discipline and so i was i was glad to be able to drop the the workload required for those particular topics and you know you still had to do them post-grad but um the yeah but it's well you can't become any type of biologist without doing the chemistry of biochemistry chemistry Krebs cycle right i'm trying to think of things. <laughs> that's fake and gay that Krebs that, cycle that's uh, is that a good example Krebs cycle those mitochondria no, they're not real it's it's not a good example because you said it so if he said it then it would be um so i did want to throw in something else from the discord uh they were asking me didn't they make three versions of the pfizer shot and yes they made multiple versions before finally picking the one in fact, they, they had one that didn't include the furin cleavage site, but they ultimately chose. That's why it's called being 12, 6B2 or whatever it is. But they had three. I don't know how familiar other people are with that, but but, but they did. And yeah, but you'd have to it, understand some chemistry for that, Charles, and it's right, but, not important. But, so. but in, here, in here they say one is short-acting, um, the B that got selected and a long acting one that they shelved for the time being. I, I don't, I'd have to go back and kind of read more to remember, but mm. I do know that there are three versions, but I bet it got a really lot matter. of notifications, Kev. Yeah. Yes. I have. Yeah, he's oh, important. Yeah, it's popular. No, it's all birds trying to get their tits out and watch their their channels it's uh it's not um i wish uh, oh shit i wish it was um, 
I, I think I know what you're saying. And she told yeah. you she was an expert in this shit, but she quit. So yeah, sorry, sorry. Hang on, you're lots an expert. Of us, lots of us, lots of people quit biotech because we get sick of working eighty to one hundred hour weeks on salary and discovering that the bagger at the grocery store is making the same hourly wage as us when we have no life working seven days a week. JJ, it's like I would never go back into oh, that that academic that environment. Right, I you know I was it's publisher Paris, right? Yeah, and just look, I I probably caught the last of the good days, right? As as you know, the history goes with respect to or the, the the social and political environments in which we work, and you know that was extended somewhat by working in Japan, but when I see just the exchanges and how people are uh, poisoned ideologically right now. I, there's no way I would go back into any. I wouldn't last two minutes. I'd, I'd get, how did you I'd, slip through the cracks? Like, I, I don't even know how you like made it. Because um, you're a normal human being. We had projects because coming I was, in that I opposed that I can't talk about on the air, but I don't know. Yeah, there was. So that was part of it, too. Like we did a lot of ethical stuff. I, I was I was just a loner doing what I was doing. They I didn't bother anyone, and I was, you know, I could stick at the back of the building. I was self sufficient, and you know the well in Rodney. Japan, you know, because that they were just. I'm not going to take part in their meetings where they're all speaking Japanese, etc., and what have you. And I I was I was productive, and so I didn't. I didn't have the the bullshit coming down on me the way that institutes are being used right now, and they they've they've become essentially holding pens for the young mentally ill right now. So you know, you send the young into universities, you make them get a useless degree and it sort of occupies them, etc. But as a consequence of that, we've just seen the um, complete obliteration of um, objective academic standards as woke ideology has permeated and infiltrated into every aspect. I had hopes that STEM would... Um... My friend at Charles River, I'm just going to say it there, I just said it, uh, a co I know people because I've worked as Charles River had DEI training for two weeks for their employees. Charles <laughs> River, you know, you, you might you for, might for be misgendering curious, those rodents. <laughs> for anybody that's curious, Charles River is actually the main company that uh, bleeds the blood from the mud crabs to to get the limulus amoebocyte lysate, which is a gold standard test for endotoxin. But they, you need they make rodents as well make they, they sell the chimeric ones they sell a lot of shit man charles river yeah. is a big big company um yeah and but of course they they would have all that dei bollocks thrown on them okay like i say i i the only right the only way that i would go back into that sort of environment is if they said here you go you've got free reign to clear house with respect to trying to restore some some degree of functionality that's the only way that i would consider going back and I'm ours not... is really really uh, high anxiety or toxic like a lot of biotech places if you look at the the glass door reviews like the word toxic is 
is often used. People start snapping. You're under deadlines. Biology doesn't do the thing it's going to do, and then you got a protein that just expresses in the membrane, and you use a bunch of detergent to try to get it out, and you're left with just a speck. And then the the client paid a hundred grand, and their board of directors is asking where their effing protein is instead of having forty milligrams. You have two. And then you've got to go face the heat in an office. Like it is not a glamorous job. Mm. Staying uh, up late. Um, how dare you quit? How dare you be sick of that environment? <laughs> JC complains all the time in his streams about the toxic work environments that he endured. It's so, so toxic. It's so toxic. I made great friends there, but there was a lot of time. It was so bad. Yeah. I'm just... And then you would forget. People would forget. My boss would come in and she'd still have tags on her clothes because she was that exhausted. You mean like labels? Price yeah. tags, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's lucky she could afford clothes. You know what I used to do? A lot of my clothes, I'm still, because uh, we'd have to change to go work in the primate side of the facility. And so there was sort of like a couple of layers to that. And a lot of those was like sort of shorts, cheap, polyester type shorts. But you know what? They were, you know, they went down to your knees and they were lightweight and the t-shirts were lightweight for sort of hot weather and uh yeah most of my uh <laughs> most of my closet is all that all my shorts and t-shirts i'll be like oh yeah sounds comfy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's how it is so um but anyway shame on you christy for uh for changing career Doing my jobs <laughs> yeah and going back what's to she doing now hang on what are you doing well, now? To, what are you doing now? You're in grand school to see clients and get a license. What, I'm just not going to say what. I don't know why this uh, thing is misbehaving. It won't let me. Uh, ah. 26.19. Let me just do this. Okay, that's better. Right. I think I, I think I have control. I changed right. careers. People do it all the time. Yeah, well, he's he's done it. People not questioning him about his changing careers. I didn't get fired. I quit. Um, and, uh, you didn't, uh, knife people in the back, uh, to get positions that, um, he has right now. And, you know, the, the bullshit that he's, he's telling everyone that, um, he got the position at children's health defense, etc. And, um, it was fucking Charles that got it. Charles gave the number of J to RFK. Uh, sorry, no, just, to just RFK because I, Just because I literally read out the phone number to RFK after recommending that he call him doesn't mean that that it wasn't... the. What he apparently is telling people is that I was called first accidentally, <laughs> even though we I had a scheduled phone call. So... Wow. And like I say, the fact, that the fact that we're seeing multiple lies being dropped right um this this is why you have internet blood sports right and you've got to if you've got something you've been lying about something people will find it and then it's open season on um people coming in and um laying the boot in with respect to what it is that you've said and he's lied about how he got the job 
He's lied about the lead up and how Charles didn't have his contract renewed. And he was uh, very much in the mix. And uh, like I say, um, Machiavellian little snake. Well, and, then, and then publicly slandered me afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ, you could find my businesses online or I changed, I changed careers, grad school, school again. But I fear being canceled, so I don't, I don't give specifics. How dare you go back to school and keep learning? He already knows everything, so he doesn't need to. You don't have to go to school. Just listen to Cooey. You, you, yeah. You'll get all you need. So I, I don't know Bloody what hall. this. But this spurging out about you changing careers is, again, what It's all ad hominem. Nothing was pointed to... Sorry, go ahead, Kevin. Well, I was just going to say, it doesn't take away from the fact that you have those 30 years of expertise in that domain and you've bought literal receipts, slide after slide after slide, and people can go and check those references. Um, that's that's the whole point of doing, I don't know, this, this, I don't know, science is obviously morphing right now and this rapid response show references etc you've got to be able to do that and there was there was no rebuttal papers here just uh just an appeal to um his his assertion his assertion that he has the right way of interpreting what the uh, response should be to a uh well, what was essentially a military operation um caused by military-like weapons research inflicted on a unsuspecting populace and only he knows the right way to navigate through that and the sad the sad thing is is that he's ignoring all the all the published research with respect to the molecular biology the um pathophysiology etc etc it's um quite disturbing well, it's disturbing that he should be getting a paycheck for being so fucking dumb short of sleep kind of presentations on the internet apparently like what is happening here is not someone trying to save the world this is stupid complicated on display without a doubt what I don't even know what that means neither does he but <laughs> He's saying that because he doesn't know what he just watched. <laughs> he's saying he, he's being honest there. He's saying it's stupid, complicated. It's he's stupid and it's too complicated. <laughs> Very much, uh, Christy. Um, that is some heavyweight stuff. All right. So um, why don't we start, George? Jim, do you want to start with some of this first? What was yep. your first question? Uh, I have so many, but uh, okay, we don't have so, so much time right now, but, so I don't want to hold up the whole conference, but uh, thank you so much, Christy, for coming out. and He's, He is a gentleman. He's, he's got a, a demeanor about him, but when he's, he's chatting, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, nice guy. Like him? Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very, very easy going. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been. I, I don't speak to him enough, but um, <laughs> I don't speak to anyone. <laughs> that's, that's my issue. Rixie now, that's who I speak to. 
Yeah, well, um, it just says um, in their chat, it says, let's see how many unique words Rixie can manage. Explaining that what an incredible job you have done there and great courage to come out in the public with this because uh, there are now some questions. Okay, the first one would be, have these mutations already been documented by sequencing genome before? Just a random comment here. She showed pictures of FOIA requests that had patents on them and asking for patent data. That's no, a that's not true. Can we no, JJ, I presented a FOIA of my own that's mine, putting my neck on the line, asking for contamination issue data, and also stuff that I know that should be present in the master batch record without getting it, and I asked for it line by line to try to sneak it through that way. The, the patent was a separate screen and page but well yeah right. whatever kubi's wrong again yeah color me surprised um yeah well and doc keck says in the bottom yeah ad hominem over even any science bravo doc keck he's a good thanks doc keck yeah said um she's more understandable when she can be heard and not talked over think about how much was just missed because jj was talking mm. Mm. yeah Whatever. Why is that a show? Because if it's a patent, that information is already publicly available in the patent register. So you don't FOIA oh. that. You just look I it up. FOIA that, JJ. It's on a different slide. You didn't read that FOIA. Slides sometimes are different than each other. Sometimes you present different information on different slides. Well, if you're high, they bleed together. So, yeah. But, um, if Jay was a monkey I was working with, uh, trying to work out the, the task at hand, um, he'd just be getting sent for an anatomy experiment. Can't handle the, uh, the complex behavior. <laughs> but to say that I'm foying all this information, I'm going to get it because I'm working hard. Uh... Which because you've you done, are. and you've had multiple foyers come through that have had serious oh, impact. Oh, well, the one, the one, uh, her name is Elizabeth Sly, who works at the FDA, S-L-Y. I think that's an awesome last name for someone who works at the FDA with the last name of Sly. She ran, come through. She responded to one of my FOIAs by saying it's going to be a two to three year wait because there's three tracks for FOIAs and one's a simple track where someone else has already requested it and then they just give you a duplicate and it takes a month turnaround. And then there's a simple which is three to six months for a turnaround and then there's a complex track which takes two to three years for them to present the data. But, but there is somebody for some people to watch. Jonathan Weissman in Ireland is kicking out FOIA after FOIA after FOIA, and he even requested one on himself on the data or conversations they may have on him, which I didn't think to do, which is pretty smart. But he's been getting a bunch of requests going through, and he's the all the risks on Twitter. And I don't think he pays much at all for his FOIAs, where we pay several hundred for ours, depending on the length. And but yeah, I never insane. requested FOIA on a patent. That was just, just a separate title. Jay right now... Uh, you can't ignore it though that's the problem because it's it, it's going and rattling through different networks so that you're trapped in this thing of you have to rebut and show that there's it's just nonsense and bullshit because if you don't deal with it it festers and then it'll grow and then then you're dealing with a much much 
a bigger problem a month, six months down the line. And so it's better it's better to nuke it now and be able to direct people essentially in real time to where the uh, where there's dispute and rebuttal taking place. Well, and we we've been doing that since mm. November and it was literally my contract was due to renew on November sixteenth. And just and it for wasn't. people listening. Because of, because we did because we did two streams where we called out his bullshit because mm. he refused to talk to me even though we were working on the same project. And this because you started talking behind my back. This was the um, basically the trying to take down the diffuse data. Um, he was well and push infectious to... clones as as non-spreadable mm. when you know he didn't even ask me. You know, hey. Well, and, and he knew more about the diffuse proposal because I told him when I randomly showed up at his house after being invited to stay in his basement. So, you know, whatever. And, um, and doing but it the point by... is, is that, right, that we've been doing this, we, we immediately, as soon as we knew that there was bullshit, we went and we attacked it. And then he went and stabbed me in the back. So... And because, because there was no longer my voice as we were writing the book, like there's not a chapter that, that I got to write about the reviews proposal in that new book that's coming out. And so because we've seen this so much, when we see something of the importance uh, of what Christy has been talking about and bringing forward, we want to do everything we can to attack the bullshit that, that springs up around it because we know how important it is. And so it, it sucks. You know, I have better things I could do with my time right now. Yeah. But, but we have we have to say something. We have we have to be able to stand up and defend our own. Yeah. It's exactly the bamboozlement that's going on here. This person is ridiculously fake. It's it's frustrating. You can't What? So all, all that, uh, all those references, all that work you did investigating that, um, that just means that, that you're fake, right? Yep. You, you, you're part of the cabal. <laughs> because you, I, I don't recall the, well, actually the WEF does kind of publish everything openly, but, um, but most of the rest of the cabal, you know, does not, but we, you must be part of that, that, that Sino-American cabal that, mm. you know. I, I have an American flag behind me in this the <laughs> intro, so I can't be sure. You don't. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm not. He called me not a patriot because I went on the stream with Kevin, even though I was a you know, disabled veteran Marine. So whatever. You know. So what do I know? That's so I'm fake. A patriot. <laughs> That's fake. I can't. I can't believe. Like I say, I can't believe there are literally people in there nodding in agreement with him. It's um, well, no accounting for stupid people, I guess. Can't possibly believe that without mentioning the compliment system once, she told you what was happening here. You can't possibly. What does the compliment system have to do with? It was a molecular biology stream about fucking lipid nanoparticles. <laughs> what did? Why didn't you mention the excess deaths, Christy? Right. <laughs> Why didn't you mention hydroxychloroquine? 
those protocols those hospital protocols yeah why, why aren't you talking about remdesivir christy God. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit man uh, how dare you how dare you christy does it i can't believe it gets any worse but no doubt gonna be uh i can't take my phone possibly believe that when the compliment system is the foundational bedrock of what plasma is but she didn't have plasma? to talk about it at all it's all positive and negative stuff come on guys <laughs> oh god it's i don't know chris if you want to it's all just positive and negatives how dare you How dare you bring your experience in uh, biochemistry mm -hmm. and formation of lipid nanoparticles? Sodium. Just eat some straight sodium, JJ. It's all just positive and negative. Just pour a little Na plus in your hand. Yeah, just, you know. Well, I think Kevin has a cool story about that. Oh, Have you ever uh, throw sodium into a lake for kaboom? No. Uh, I mean, I've seen it, but there was, uh, when I was at school, when, uh, yeah, back when health and safety weren't a thing, when things were cool. You know, the teacher sort of d does that experiment where they drop the different alkali metals into the water. Yeah. Right. And it, and it sort of blew up and landed on the desk, the kid next to me, and he put his finger on it. It was kind of burning and then put it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she'd like that story. So. <laughs> was he okay? Hilarious. No, he wasn't. Oh, he well, wasn't. I mean, it was a small bit, but you know, it's back then you just got you just got a like clip around gone. the ear and uh, told a quick whinging. Carry on. <laughs> Shut your noise, you. We've got more lesson to do. I just want to point out that in the stream when you were first told that story, uh, the Discord said, "Quit talking about yourself, Kevin." <laughs> Everybody knows it was you. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me, thankfully. You know that kid would go yeah. around and ask for pennies, and then he would eat some cat food if you gave him some money. Well, anyway, <laughs> was that JC? Or... <laughs> all right. I would. I would just give him all my lunch money. Go on, eat more cat food. <laughs> that doesn't. That also doesn't surprise me, Kevin. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes. So once again. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, we should be almost done here. Well, ma maybe, maybe, uh, Christy wants to do something about the compliment system and the immune system. I don't know, but I mean, that wasn't the subject of the, uh, the um, talk, right? That's, um, it was strictly about the mo molecular biology and biochemistry of the lipid nanoparticles and the, the risks that they, um, inherently have that are known risks at, at a at a clinical level he has no idea who christy is he has no idea of her expertise her background and uh well it was disgusting i mean mm. you know it was it was bad enough when he was stabbing me in the back when he knew me but he just completely dismissed something that's incredibly important that the world needs to know that kevin mckernan and others well, CHD would need to know about this. Um, yeah. Philip Buchholz has uh, already got tissue sample offers 
he said that somebody offered their dead children's tissue, somebody, a kid that died from the jab. Mm. Unbelievable. Uh, someone offered blood on the spot. Mm. Well, we need that data anyway. And the problem so is... He's going to be looking at stem cells. Mm. Yeah, that's... The issue there is, it, you, like, all these people sort of offering, you know, sadly, their children and what have you, um, they'll say, oh, that's an N of one, et cetera, and, you know, you might not get anything. You need a large... Need a larger sample size to be yeah. hit inference, right? Yeah. And 30 I or even 100 isn't going to cut it. Because I know statistics, like they always taught, you need at least 30, but not this time. We need more. Mm, you need, you need yeah. way, way more. And They're gonna set the he has been getting offered money though too. So people have been offering him money to pay for his reagents. Oh, okay, that's that's cool. Yeah. All right. I don't know if there's any, any more. I don't here. remember. I think. Well, I think we're pretty of sequences of what is it? Uh, because is it then tr transporting sequences of SARS-CoV-2 or spike into our genome or other things? What is happening there? Thanks Just for asking. The, so the RNA, I like to think of as a blueprint. If you had a 3D printer and you gave it instructions to print whatever you wanted, and in this case, it would be the spike protein, and the RNA would go into that 3D printer and print out the spike protein. And when I talked about mutations of the RNA, that isn't, that isn't permanent. That's not getting spread across generations, but it, it can misfold, cause the ALS, the neurogenerative stuff that we're talking about today, cancers, and more, because there are studies that show that non-coding or non-working proteins absolutely are oncogenic far before 2019 there are just years of studies on that but with the plasmids those are dna so when we speak to science there's a central dogma of biology that a lot of us refer to as dna to rna to a protein and the plasmids that were used by pfizer were not entirely reported to the fda which kevin mckernan has also commented on and others dna if it makes it into the nucleus, that plasmid was the plasmid that made the RNA, and it appears that it wasn't filtered out properly. So it's actual DNA that, that could possibly either change the way a gene is behaving. So even if it didn't integrate, it could change the way something is behaving. So someone says in a slick Rick, whoever that is, says his whole criticism is that she's dancing around and speeding past the science. Well, again, that was a 15-minute talk in a um, Zoom call conference, etc. All the references are there. The um, slide deck is available for download. Um, you know, go go check out the references yourself. And the um, again, I didn't even the, include everything I could have. I got called in. This was uh, I was added to this seminar later than everybody else. Yep. But yeah, they're all there. Thanks. Uh, Doc Keck says, though, you all miss the science. JJ had to say, don't believe her. It's ad hominem, which it is. Yeah. Well, it's not a rebuttal. There's no rebuttal there with respect to the science. Just, oh, an appeal to she didn't talk about compliment. Well, um, we're not no. we're not talking at that level yet. We're just talking about the um, molecular biology and the potential the potential with respect to um, and colloidal systems. Yeah, potential. Like you said for RNA expression. Yeah. Wow. 
with regards to all of our cellular processes, all of them. Yeah, if all of this is a crapshoot where it would land. Yeah. Let me let me ask you a question, um, Christy. So the industry may say, well, in reality, even if this occurs, it could occur only in a small fraction of vaccinations, and it therefore may not necessarily be too relevant clinically. What would what would you say to that? Joanna Krieger in Germany in 2021 gave a committee presentation who has far more like molecular in the human level because I've done the, the process managing and the the design of all this stuff where I think the, the medical people are probably, I don't want to like kick the ball down the field, but you know I can remember her speaking in Germany at a committee for 2021 saying that when we talk about the current adverse events that we're seeing now, you know, she talked to even if it just landed in a couple of cells and it only changed a couple of cells if these cells are replicating like the most cells that replicate and someone can correct me are in the gut in the the gi tract compared to the rest of the body you know, those would replicate faster if you had a mutation but in other areas you might not see the the this carry over in the daughter cells until three to five years possibly longer so we we just don't know uh, the body might have taken care of it. So I think it's just a combination. I think Kevin McKern's also said like where it landed, when it landed, did the body take care of it? Was it with someone who already had a pre-existing mutation? So I have some of the slides like BRCA gene and uh, uh, there, there's there's multiple, the CRAS gene. Like if someone already had a mutation present, but they weren't exhibiting symptoms and it wasn't something they would have ever developed, or like if somebody had Hashimoto's or an existing immune system disorder could just drive something to be worse. But so I, I think a uh, that's a complicated question, and I, I think alongside others, there's uh, consequences we haven't seen yet. Wow. Scary enough. I hope I'm wrong. Please, like, please prove, please prove people wrong, or please prove someone proves that it's not. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm worried. I'm just going to take a quick question here, George, and before I let you ask your question here, somebody pointed this out, and I, I think it's worthwhile. What there's some more science talking about the adenovirus, JJ, right from the study itself, but I remember this. I think he shook his head no. <laughs> Sorry. Vaccines. Now, um, they use a completely different platform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking, Susan. Thank you so much. I actually, I used to have a sub stack and I deleted and I kind of wrote on that. Uh, the adenos virus vaccines were experiencing clots because there's a negatively charged backbone if that makes sense it has a if we think of minus and plus charges being attracted to one another i i know that the study that so it's minus and plus charges again even with the adenovirus he paused, he paused it because he's talking over me jj uh the study proves through astrazeneca the negatively charged backbone of the adenovirus is binding with platelet factor four that's pf4 jj and it's in people who i believe have the mutation either is it comp the factor five, I forget which, which uh, complement. There you go, JJ, in the complement system. But it bound to platelet factor four to cause cot. You woman splaining again, Christy, how dare you? Factor four is positively charged and it's not having it in everyone, but it's when in the people who happen to have that specific mutation. You know, I, my, but he my was talking over me when I explained it. So he talked over me whenever I was explaining something. See, I've, I've been toying with the idea that the adenovirus they were they were pulled because that the side effect profile was coming through very very quickly and the i just think that the the fidelity of expression may have just been too much 
right, that they were spitting out too much spike protein in places where, where it wasn't the arm. And, you know, the... He does talk about Bhakti and that uh, reason for clotting, but that's true too. So there's multiple when he talked mm -hmm. about fibrinogen and like the pieces and the microclots. Like he was saying, no, it's this. And it's actually, there's multiple, but yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when, when that came out too, Kev, where they were saying... Um, Clots well, that, were that huge, though, with my, that one. My idea that... Like, right away, it wasn't down the road. It was clots for immediately with that. Uh, thank you to uh, Critical Thought saying, holy shit, this may be the most important thing I've seen on Rumble yet. Bravo following. Well, thank you. Um, Donate to Kev. Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Um... Being the spike protein, it's almost like she doesn't know what conference she's at because Mr. McMillan thinks it's the spike protein. The spike protein is responsible for the bad diseases and for the effects downstream and for the systemic effects. And he wrote a paper that the spike protein causes autoimmunity. And she's saying that it's the positively or negatively charged lipid nanoparticles and how they interact with your DNA. Uh, yeah, Wait to straw man people, man. <laughs> it's, it's called science. <laughs> Bring in different ideas from different people. Mm. And you don't always agree. No. Nah. I'm not a scientist. The, and the, the simple fact is that um, we know that there are problems. And so efforts should be made to coordinate studies and have have the answers within sort of one large, well-designed well study. Right? What's, what's causing what, which factor is causing which particular issue etc and we don't have that at the moment look we've literally been dealing with does he, does he know what a scientific conference is where like people come together and share ideas um i'm just guessing like uh, i've never been a scientist but is that not what happens at a, at a conference yeah man there's there's all oh, kinds okay. of stuff that you can have interest in or, or not and is there debates is there ever debate in science you know um well i guess i i, I never in all my years i never saw really contentious back and forth in conferences right i mean you, you could I, I saw people asking um questions with respect you know about whatever your data shows this we've seen this um can you explain the difference etc that sort of thing i don't think i ever really saw um uh, an intense emotional back and forth and um it, it was almost the case that he acts like a child um he's acting like something all right right now and um you know when when you're chat is basically saying where was it um it was what does lmp and contaminated vaccines have to do with no virus no adam oh that was okay responding. um there was another one just see it now but um the the crowd that he's speaking to is um confused put it that way and then the their ability to transport the plasmid 
from the manufacturing process into the nucleus, never talking about how autoimmunity is generated, never talking about how the complement system is activated to cause the clotting. It's extraordinary. And the fact that anybody would be in the... And again, not the, not the topic of the presentation. That's, um, you know, I don't think that's something that... No time. Right. <laughs> if you wanted me to talk about PAR1 and the EPCR pathway and protein C, that we can do that. We had 15 minutes. What a retard. <laughs> Radol says in the chat, JC is gay. Um, I'm inclined to agree. Chat defending this person as a real legitimate expert on anything is a laughable joke. Final question, and then we'll shift to our next speaker, who is Charles. Yes, of course, we have a, a, I'm always looking at this from the angle of what can be done I think we're about to mitigate these processes. Mm. He didn't yeah. go any easier on you. Oh, I didn't care. I didn't he care. He just kept for the, the hits coming. Yeah. Well, no. you know. Oh, somebody said, I love her. Who's that? Uh, Radon. I love Christy Grace. Um, <laughs> I'm going to screenshot that and save that for later. Uh, yeah, be my guest. Um, <laughs> like I say, the uh, the objections were um, they were nonsense objections. There was um, again a lot of straw man building, a lot of uh, deliberate. avoidance of the issues that was were being raised um because they weren't his particular hobby horse and again the my understanding was that this your presentation was about the um impact of these positive and negative charges yeah. Yeah. right and i could have spoke to recombinant protein expression because that's projects I've designed, but other people were hitting the spike. I knew Charles was going to talk about it, and knew other people were going to talk about it, so... Mm -hmm. All right. Um, no, you, you said you were busy, Chris, so... Um... Oh, I didn't know if you were going to... You said you were going to post the... I sent you the slide deck and the PDF version of it to your email address. But I think I had to share the link because it was too large, so I had to share it in the drive if people wanted to look at the studies and look at the references. Don't see a link for oh slide deck. Um let's see. There. Um and I can download it, I presume, and then I forgot how many references there are, but there's seventy seven slides and I think at least a dozen slides said 10 or 12 on each, but then each, yeah, it didn't come from my brain or the, it's blowing my mind that the precision nanoparticle study on changing the ratio of positive to negative charges is just getting dismissed, not just by JJ, but again, people from team reality are also have also dismissed it when I was on Twitter, posting it over and over again. And they kept saying, no, it's the peg. I mean, this slide is, that's disturbing. He, yeah, yeah. That was uh, so. So both uh, Chang et al. and then also there's a Carusco et al. study that I 
I sent you as well that where they looked at the distribution data if they altered the charge, but also they were looking at if they altered the charge, it also changed the way when it came into the cell and if it entered the ribosome or not. So I'm I'm downloading that now. Can awesome. I'll just put it up on the dojo real quick. So people download it. Uh, and they don't need we don't need to keep spreading the um link will just be available for download in thank you Again. Shout out to Alberto for having the tools available to use file. Um, he did all this. Ding, ding, upload. Right. Um, it's... I'd love to do a stream with Joanna. I think we yes, about that. Um, I, I've been meaning to. Um, it's it's on the, the list. I know she's just been busy. Slammed busy. She had yeah. life stuff. Yeah, real. Hope she's life. doing okay. Yeah, and um, and Kelly Victory, like I mentioned on the conference, that uh, she announced she had breast cancer, just sucks. Was she? Uh... No smoke, no jab, no nothing. Yeah, I mean that stuff still happens, man. Right. Um, you know, it's uh... look. I'm waiting to go and have a lump cut out of my neck in two weeks. Right. It's just. One of those things, right? It's uh, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, um, I'm not, <laughs> look, I uh, um, I keep uh, you know, like the squeaky hinge on a gate, just keep <laughs> soldiering on. So, um, but I ain't running any marathons now or any shit like that. So, just uh, if I clock out another twenty years, I'll be yeah. Uh, I'll be happy. I got I got what the Bible said I would get. So, am I allowed to ask what's going on? Do you have a like a don't, mass don't or is it thyroid yeah, it's just or a, a, it's a lymph node? A nodule. Um, the, when I was like say in my twenties and I got whatever it was, I don't know. They just said probably Epstein Barr, right? And all the glands on my neck were fucked. But after and I had this long post-viral thing, but one gland in the back of my neck just basically turned like into a rock and didn't didn't go back down and it's just started um misbehaving in the last uh few weeks and so um hope everything's okay it's just isolated and comes out mm, yeah you, and then you get to rest and eat lots of curry yeah yeah and um we'll with kittens yeah, I'm trying. I'm locking the doors now and um, getting away. And I'm sure one of them's sort of just getting to the point now where she's in like heat for the first time because all we hear is meow, meow, meow. <laughs> That's so romantic. <laughs> I love stories. So, I mean, I'll use my foot to just sort of calm her down and rub all her bits so she gets some, I don't know, whatever. But I don't want to near my face. Um, 
I'm not gonna I don't know if you wanted to scroll through the reference list too. That sure. if people if that was if they yeah they keep going and um, but it is uploaded on Dojo right now in the like oh no it said error why um, you know why I think because it thinks it's still a PowerPoint I need to convert it to a PDF so I sent you the PDF version too oh okay um, let me download that and then. That will upload um, far, far easier. Uh, let's see. I'll do that again. Whilst we scroll down. Do, do I just need to get to the bottom? The... Yeah. Because he was just thinking it was from mm. my brain. Mm. Well, some I'd of like it to... was, but... Emily, welcome you to the Scooby-Doo, Christy. There's and then there's the citations are above the links too, so there's citations too. Yeah, that, that look. <laughs> They're all applicable, like the uh, if you start stop there the oh gosh where was it? I forgot it the oh so the RNA helicases talk about the dead box proteins, but the RNA all the studies I talked about, including the ones where they did the HPLC with the ion to look at the RNA that it was mutating via electrophilic attack, it's called, with the impurities and the positively charged lipids. Like, that's there for people to go in and read and explore. And same with, the like, the YouTube, like, link to the webinar if they want to go melt their brain with a 40-minute video on zeta potential and the net charges where they changed the charges and then they injected it into the rats and tracked where it went and what happened to it. So those are a whole bunch of doctors who work at the nanosystems company presenting on that. Total um, psyop. Yeah, it's just psyop, part of the Japanese cabal, kabuki theater. All right, I'll try uploading that again. Thanks. Upload. Maybe I need to refresh the page. There's something there. LMP adverse events uh, zip. Yeah, I think I think that was the problem. You do this, uh, right? Well, upload. All right, processing. Let's see if that. Um, for all the. The transfection injuries, just uh, psychosomatic then? Yes. Uh, sorry, say that all the... All this, the transfection injuries, they're, they are just psychosomatic then? Or is it just the well, all uh, immune system response? They're, they're definitely what saying? Um, going along the lines of... I mean, some are immune system response. I mean, Gigi's right. Like, there's the autoantibodies that mm. were responsible for some of the clots or the phospho... The, is it the antiphospholipid? Mm. Yeah, that occurred with some people, but but they're again, going, they're going. To... I was talking. I was speaking to biotech, bio, biochem, not the. Is Jay is going to clip just the pit where you just said that he was right one time, <laughs> and he that'll be the only clip. We that probably he have some stuff in common. We probably have stuff in common. There's probably uh, stuff that I agree with him on. I watched his streams in the the beginning when you you were on, Charles. 
There you go. Oh. There's your thing uploaded. Um, oh, by the way, by the way, if we'd like to go, you know, as far as JJ talking about me uh, not knowing shit, uh, Charles, we can go into uh, the archives, the web archives, where he said private or he said publicly he was he wanted to have me on his own show before he went into the swarm theory. That's right. Well, JJ, you invited me on your show. But I that was real. that was a psyop. And then he went, and it was right after, or right before he got uh, suspended from Twitter, and then he was reactivated, and then the clone or the swarm theory thing came out, and then he started trash talking us all. Yeah, but I don't know if JJ, if you remember, that's me. I'm the same person on Twitter who you invited on your show. I'm this JJ invited me on his show. One, two, three. All right. ABC English says, I regret not sending money to JC. He played on our feelings a lot. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I, I told everyone to go and support him when he lost his position at, at Pitt. Um, you know, uh, I watched the knifing of Charles in real time. Um, I felt well. You know, I have a lot of um oh, I say rage, contempt for for Jay. And you know, this right from the beginning when as he would try and play down neurotropism, etc. and um it was always very sort of underhanded and how he would how he would do it whilst I was trying to talk and raise this issue and um i didn't say anything because he was still sort of on on target with it being a synthetic agent and the simple the simple fact is is that his argument about uh it's some infectious clone that got spread etc um that still means it comes from a laboratory it's still synthetic it still does harm and you know, his uh, fixation on the inability to cause infectious chains, I don't know, seems like a small academic point, but um, it's become a purity test for him. And the um, I don't know how you sort of pull him out from that. Well, I don't care what he does. I mean, right now it provides humorous content to watch him sort of push this. Um, again, it's like a it's like a cartoon understanding of complex topics, and you know, <laughs> funnily enough, right? He's just sort of he's making this point about well, viruses. Don't what was what was he said something along the lines of they can't make cells do anything other than what cells already do, and he's trying right. to sort of move towards the idea that you they're putting out products in exosomes basically. Well, yeah, we know this, Jay. With this is not new data, and so now he has to make the mental leap to well, the cells start secreting amyloidogenic peptides and so i'm interested to see how he wraps that particular phenomenon into his um framework 
because that's... You didn't talk about the compliment system, though. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what to tell you. Um, fucking cytokines. They get everywhere. <laughs> Kids. Fucking cytokines. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to um, touch on here? I'm good. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Ah, anytime, man. If you didn't want know to. if I wanted to, he just he just was talking over when I was explaining, and like you said, we only had 15 minutes. Uh, we were, I think, it should have been explained in the beginning when we did the conference that we were just giving really that we had the opportunity to give brief overview, or we weren't going into detail on things because we are scheduled to go into detail on things in future conferences where we're not going to have all of us together. We're going to have one or two of us paired up. So I think it, not on JJ, I'm talking about like uh, the, like Philip and Joachim should have said, heads up. We're just introducing these people for more in-depth conferences down the road. Um, but this wasn't the, the big show. Yeah. And, it, and again, it's, it's important about raising the issue. Awareness. You know, it's, yeah. it's a shame that Charles, Mike was messing up because in my mind that was the primary uh, point of of that day conference speaking about biowarfare speaking about the fact that everything we've seen would would fit a biowarfare paradigm and the um well I, mean, I would disagree a little bit <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, I think good. Yeah, but the, the frame, the framework within what the, what Christie is describing. If we're looking at biowarfare, which I'm I'm going to make that an axiomatic assumption right now, then well, this type of toxic biology then becomes part of the weapon, right? And I would again say that these people had to know. Right. They, they've they've like I say, all those references you've got there proves that there was knowledge, prior knowledge to how these things would react. And at some level, they were able to look down and see all these pieces and make them line up in the way that they did such that they could force their uh, their will. Right. And uh, use of a weapon is just force of will. And that, that's what they've done. And, you know, each each of us can bring a little piece of, well, the weapon in this instance works like this. We have to be we have to be careful for this particular phenomenon. Um, but his fallback premise of, well, the immune system can handle any and all things. Hang on a minute, dude. That's not what the literature says. And we have to, again put that in the um, the weapons context and you know the paper that I was looking at last week with respect to um, the nuclear capsid protein nuclear capsid protein the I want to say it was the N-terminal domain or whatever is a um, is a ligand for CD147 which means it has the potential to target the immune system and uh, you know where's where's the um, tipping point 
where what you need is, is it just one virion that you need to start Im- impacting the immune system we don't know in some people it might be and so, some people might be able to take huge lungfuls of um well but this well, the inflection point yeah they don't know for the viral load in the nose because they did the studies on flu right kev like the, it was different for each person mm-hmm. when they did the swabs right well, and same with more protected and yeah. and also just the fact that I wonder if they have a higher have... number of micro rnas that's when jj would come in handy like if he would want to answer some questions on his stream that'd be awesome like micro rnas with the no the nose not the kind that's in biotech are part of the system that handles viruses in your immune system and when people senesce those get a lot less so people like over the age of 60 have a lot less of those in their body compared to but even kids i think they're like loaded with them again these are these are um important questions that need answering objectively and with um from science organizations and scientists that right now we can be sure do not have conflicts of interest and that that is something that's becoming very very difficult to find right now and that's why we're in such um stormy stormy waters and again i don't know how we how the next year looks like and it's it's not a scientific discussion anymore once militaries heads are throwing rocks at each other accusing each uh, each side of being responsible the scientific discussion is finished we're we're in a um now it's a kind of sort of sit and wait posture and hope that someone manages to get through and de-escalate it somehow but the de-escalation would require people a, a, a huge network of individuals however you want to call them public private um wank clubs i don't care right that it's going to require culpability to fall through those groups entities organizations and um, the public have to be have to see that there's been some uh, there's justice yeah i guess we could say justice in, in this particular instance but the clock is ticking right now and if you're if you're sitting there spurging about the fact that oh they they ramped up the numbers with hospital protocols and you're not talking about what's coming over the horizon right now then you're well you're deliberate misinformation or you're just stupid i would argue and you know (laughs) well no one's going to give a fuck about your remdesivir fucking bad reaction when the supply lines have imploded. And I, well, I, tell me I'm wrong. Well, we're putting our money where our mouth is. So, Kevin and I, Christy, others. So, at the end of the day, 
uh, you're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. And right now we're doing everything we can to try to save lives. Mm-hmm. And I wish, I wish that that would come through more than all this other stuff. Mm. Um, let's see. Dr. McMillan mentioned Kevin Charles and Christy several times today during the panel. Yesterday was important info. That's great. I mean, I tried to listen to the, the stream but it, it was so late on my time and I was tired from, I just, I, I logged in, started listening and I passed out and I literally, I probably got about two, three hours sleep. So woke up as it, as it was ending. But a lot of us had tech issues. I, uh, I don't want to call them up by name, but other than Charles, two other people had three other people with myself, we had tech issues coming in today. And I think one of the presenters either got bumped or, Wow. was also having tech issues but it was odd that multiple people were having computer issues mm. well we need to make sure that because wait didn't uh who just said he got hacked alex washburn oh yeah yeah what... yeah yeah and well, wiped his apparently... drive right yeah that's why yeah. you need a tax evading blick in the background they're good for hey, that Somebody in your chat was talking about blocking. When I was on Twitter, I got a lot of harassment, death threats, sexual harassment. But that is because I also was operating in the woke space, which we talked about on a different stream. And I Um, recorded for 10 months in a certain area and gave it to the OCR. And I'm involved in a case with that right now. So a lot of the death threats and harassment that I was getting were from activists that had nothing to do with biotech that were just coming in because of the connections and the things that I've also been speaking out, mm. but that I recorded on because Project Bear. The rainbow fascists. Yeah. 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 So then I was using a blocking app where I would just, uh, like if someone threatened or blocked anyone that liked to retweet it, it would just block them all and, and I wouldn't have to deal with it because it got kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I was blocked too, so bad. <laughs> well, you know, Twitter is a, so sorry. a, a, a drain. The spawning pit of degradation. And also, like, Charles and I were talking too, and a couple other people that, like, when you type on there, people make assumptions about who people are as a person, and then they're only looking at what they type, and then they're, they think that's all that they're about, and they're not seeing all the other parts to them. So now judgments. My, my um is your Twitter still like I remember looking up your I don't know, see if you can search because people were trying to search my um it says profile is restricted or contains sensitive just, contact. It, no 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 no, it's worse than that now. Um it's uh it says not found. Count not found. Oh you can't log in with um just uh, do that. Yeah, I'm able to. Longer. I'm able to find you on Google if I just type in Kevin McCarran PhD. I don't even have to type Twitter, and your Twitter account pops as the number one. But yeah, um, the search were function saying, were showing me that I don't come up in searches. Account not found on Twitter. Yeah. If people try to search for it now, I'm trying to search with it with my account. So I'm going in with the that, um, ghost account. But if I if I scroll through, 
a while back, but anyway, I was I was being sort of scrubbed and as Charles in real time, like I was I wasn't available on uh, even DuckDuckGo. And so, I, I am on even though my main account is in a temporarily deactivated state while I take a extended hiatus on Twitter. If I go into my anonymous account and I try searching for you because I have an anonymous account, I don't follow anyone on it. Uh, I yeah, I don't see you. It's not. It's, I see. I see. It's not even there. Yeah. But I'm going in with an account you. But Charles, you follow him, so I'm going in on an anonymous account I've had for a while where I don't follow anyone and I don't follow Kevin. So it's not can coming you just up with the screen? McCarran Peachel. What's uh, uh, Can you just show the camera that it's doing that? Well, I don't even know if you can. Am I like yeah, close? It blurry. Yeah, so new Screenshot people. Send you. New people can't find me. Here. And the. You know, this is, this is the environment in which we have to work now. And again. Right. Day is it? Is it Sunday or Monday it today? Monday, right? It, you know. But Sunday. last week th there were new laws, EU laws enacted, and there was just this mass call on Discord. Oh. Right? That's that, right. You said you had your account shut yeah. down, right? And, and and there were people who were just like, hang on, I've never you know, I've not even posted or anything. And they got their accounts obliterated. And you know, that's that's just indicative of the environment in which we're going to be moving into. This is why it's so important that you are on the email lists, you are following across multiple platforms, you're, you're doing anything and everything to make sure that whatever they pull next. Um, yeah, you're not there. Like I could take screenshots of how many Kevin McCarrens there are and you're not there. And then if I type in Kevin McCarran PhD, it says, yeah, it doesn't exist. Hilarious. <laughs> Which means that they're scared of what it is that we're saying. That's the presumption I would make. They're, they're trying desperately to contain this discussion. They fear the biowarfare discussion more than anything. Because it it means that there are not just people culpable, whole institutions, everything sudden, suddenly have uh, breached conventions, I guess. I don't, I don't know if it counts as laws, right? But um, if we listen to, if we agree with what Richard says, that um, if you sign these conventions, then they do become actionable law i guess i'm not I'm not sure where that would yeah stand they in are the legal system but they're, they're it's something yeah, that can be he's right about that he's right okay um it's a, it's a violation of it well nest commander is still searchable but kevin mccarran is not oh i, I had yeah to, you're not popping at all on the list yeah but I had, I, nest commander wasn't even searchable for other people so it's not under people that, yeah, but yeah, I had to go to some different things just to get that to pop up. But under the list of Kevin McCarran's, all the list, there is no you. Mm. Yeah. 
funny. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. And uh, in Giga Spiral Land, we're the ones that are uh, supposedly leading the what the the public narrative with respect to right as we're being censored yeah actually uh i don't know anybody else who's talking about the zeta potential on the lnp so i'm getting ignored from all sides mm. well, well that's just uh that's just I'm basic chemistry yeah you've woman explaining the basic chemistry enough for it get back chemistry. in the kitchen yeah i also bake <laughs> awesome all right okay. um shall we wrap it up there and um i think we've yes. done a, a good enough job of rebutting the thanks the first one but um again folks he's lying he's obfuscating he's uh he's doing all a whole slew of intellectually dishonest things and and not just intellectual dishonesty in that academic domain but um you know the issue around chd and charles um that was legit um i, I don't want to deify it by saying sort of game of thrones but it was just machiavellian backstabbing bs and him going around saying that he was he was chosen first that's all lies it's all lies You got you got to find your way through the those that do engage in lies, I guess. Um, I need well, some dinner. Hmm. It's like eight thirty. Yeah. Well, I, I, I might cook. Like, I might not. I feel like uh, I've been up since four a.m. So. Oh. Um, climb back into bed. Uh, Quite Connie says, JJ is devoid of integrity. Um, he shouldn't be near CHD. Yeah. Well, um, but the thing is, not enough people are going to hear this, right? We're, we're shut down, censored, and you can't touch the bio-warfare space. They'll come down on you. Particularly if you're, you can explain it in a technical fashion instead they'll elevate and look i've got nothing against him i follow his account but um what's he called clandestine war class war clandestine something like that um he's uh, allowed to bio, speak about yeah. it he's allowed to sleep it yeah mm. he's a he's like a he works at a grocery store mm. in virginia or something but the bio warfare expert marine no <laughs> Well, he has 300,000 followers, so. Yeah. All right. I'll let you guys uh, go in the call. Thank you very much. Um, it's very. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for everybody watching and all the comments. I was trying to keep up, but I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, yeah, we've got, we've got like. With the stream, but. 200 watching across different. Over 200 watching across different platforms. So. Um, you know, I hope eventually. That's again. This is why you have to at every moment when something's said or done, bang! You've got to come back and respond. That that again. JJ offered me to be on his his show, so 
We'll look that up afterwards, and it would be awesome if I send you the screenshot off that web archive and we can find it and post it in the beginning of your next stream, Kev. Yeah, but him him just turning around and shitting on people and stabbing them in the back. I mean, it's become a sort of common... Everyone knows it now, right? So. Maybe you should do some science, JJ. Like, I don't, don't even look at our stuff. Just post anything to do with science. Like, get back to that. Mm. Like, we managed to do both here. And he could be. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, it's more... Put some time and energy into that. And I don't, I don't get the logic of by if you're if you're discussing these issues, breaking them down technically, you're enabling the next one. That's that's their argument, and I, I'm it just doesn't compute with me. <laughs> Sorry, man. That's because it's stupid. Right. Or is it stupid complicated? Yeah. Yeah. He said it himself. So <laughs> he was actually right about that for him. It was apparently too complicated. So. All right. Um, I don't know what time it must probably be late for you guys in the US. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, no doubt we'll be able to do this again. And Christy, anytime you want to do a longer in depth thing, just let me know. Donna? Talk about yeah. the RNA more in depth, and and then and, and Joanna could please. come at the same time. Compliment. Yeah, I'd want to do one with Joanna and get her because her and I were talking about Gila cases before I bailed out of Twitter too. Mm. Yeah, it'd be it would be good to get Joanna on here. I, I'll I'll see what her schedule is like, and then see if we can pull something together. But, um, Thanks. You uh, you have a pleasant evening, Christy. Stay. Uh, Stay safe. Stay in good spirits. Don't let those rainbow fascists get you down. And, um... Thanks. <laughs> that case is still active, by the way. Give it's a not a lawsuit. It's with the government that's investigating on something that I that I turned in ten months of audio and video recording on psychological experiments happening to Kids. students. Yeah. Yep. Motherfuckers. Sometimes it's just the spaces you find yourself in. And good. Agreed. Good. For Good for you for. So that's where a lot of the hate from Twitter was coming from was the death threats from that side, from the, the, yeah the, the rainbow activists. Yeah. Yeah. Spaces we find ourselves in. <laughs> All right. I'm ending the call. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks everybody watching. Bye. All right, folks. Uh, there you go. Um, Let's just see. Their argument has 72 genders. F them. Yes! Fuck these gaffers! That's what I think. Uh, let's see. I missed any. Um... Let's see. <laughs> the clone remdesivir bolus gigawank theory is the truth. All right. Uh, let's see. We're beyond theory to say the poison sold as Vax is a binary agent way beyond. Yes. Um, God bless you guys for staying firm and strong. Um, we've got no choice in the matter. Uh, Radar says, Kev, you said one time, so you're wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Tiragrigro, what exactly do you want to happen? I hate when people say nothing ever happens. We are living in dynamic times. Oh, yeah, we're living in dynamic times. Um, let's see. Comfortly Lum says, I have to type in at Nest Commander and go to it. That's funny. Um, anywhere I can find Doc on Twitter is search Nest Commander. He comes up in other people's tweets. They tag him in. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm sort of inclined to maybe make another Twitter account and try and build it up again. That one has obviously been um, clamped down on. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, they haven't got rid of it, but it's kind of like, ah, let him think that uh, he's, still, he's still active on Twitter. Um, let's see... KLM says, just like back in the Middle Ages, if you don't kowtow to their regs, you were excommunicated, censored today. Yes. Uh, at least they're not burning us at the stake yet. Yet is the... Well, I, you know, the... What, what are they going to do, right? It, the, their strength is to be able to work across divides publicly and behind the scenes and the technology is there now to essentially put you in digital ghettos right and all the time that you're not aware of it and you're just sort of trundling along um that that helps them but it is uh let's see leak your jc dms right now you won't um i mean i don't i've lost so many accounts that i just don't have dms available right i've had so much history wiped out on the internet so there's that do, 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 do. better to stay ignorant the best defense is idiocy ah sometimes to just go back to that bliss um doc read what at welcome the eagle is talking about you will smile um where what have i missed dudes malone responds on my Substack this morning in part or indirectly about you cats rixie kev you sure you can't make a quick comment jj qe last run is very interesting um Uh, JJ Kui latest rant is very interesting. Is this what I'm supposed to be reading? Um, this free hour JJ rant is pretty awesome, given on 24th of August here. If for nothing else, it's a very good timeline of players, actors, freedom fighters, and other characters, and how when they came into the scene. I basically cut the original video in half and started at one hour, 10 minutes into the presentation. But JJ mentions that he didn't give a full explanation to the medical doctors for COVID ethics group, which I was in attendance. See additional video below. I'll be given my own timeline from my perspective, which is just as much as a front seat as anyone has. Okay. Uh, for anyone who wants a weekly invite to MDCE group, get in touch with me and I'll pass your info along. Okay. Why would JJ Cooey think that I ignored what he has to say? I barely know who he is and do not and have never listened to any of his broadcasts. I do not even listen to my own podcasts. Seems a bit narcissistic at the least. 
I have no idea what his background and training is. Has he published any papers peer-reviewed or otherwise? What is his core experience and expertise? And why would he think I should pay attention to him of all the people in the world? <laughs> oh, man. Do not know Dr. Malone. Do you have gout in your hand? That would be one clue JJ is bullshitting or not, or your wife, Miss Jill, was running cover. Who knows? I don't hold judgment, but now I find it curious you barely know who he was then or now. JJ specifically says that you sat RFK Jr. down to watch a podcast of JJ and Charles Rixie, which resulted in Bobby hiring JJ and Charles. This point seems like it would be easy to clarify via Bobby. How did Bobby meet JJ? Regardless, JJ says nine days after a CHD podcast, with you and RFK Jr., Rose, Nass, Laurie, JJ, met you at CHD's inaugural national conference and you did not know who he was. I totally understand people can look different in person, be super tall or short or gussied up, whatever. JJ might be run-of-the-mill garden variety scientist, but he was consulting for Bobby by this time, so he's not just anybody. Interestingly, did you know I introduced Kirsch to Bobby? This is all pretty surreal. God bless you, Dr. Malone. I would say that to anybody and mean it, including you, of course. It's all confusing and complicated, but I'm of the belief God doesn't make a natural virus that can wipe out humanity. I believe in poisons, and man can make poisons to get people sick and wipe out humanity. If man wanted, the Bible says it will be close, but we won't wipe ourselves out. But you know that. God bless. Um, look, uh, I think... Um, we can certainly make uh, agents, and we've been messing around with viruses for a long time. Um, and but yeah, Jay Jay is lying about multiple things. I know this. I've seen all the DMs and the back and forth, etc. So um, make of it what you will. Like I said, that's why I sort of play this play. I, I I do this independent type role. Nasty, edgy, and in that domain, um, it's easy to maintain some degree of consistency. And um but that is uh interesting to say the least. All right, so I've covered that. Um, thank you for that link. Um, uh, let's see. Scroll down to the Malone response. Well, I, I did, right? Was there, was there any more? Let's see, CHD peeps have no idea that JJ has been dissing them regularly. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, we'll see. What will be, will be. All right. Um, no, let me just see if anyone... I know there were some... Buy me a coffees. Let me just say thank you to whoever that was. And let me say thank you to... What's the date today? 28th. Um, oh... Oh my dog. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And uh Laura, we can have uh what can we have? Haven't I played for a while? 
Yeah, you're supposed to play video when you do it. Bloody thing. <laughs> oh well, I'll fix that. You can have a. Uh... Do I'll do a. What's his face? That is me. Uh, I am a legit scientist. All published and shit. She. She. All right. Take care, guys. God bless. I will see you in the next one. And uh, thank you to welcome to the Eagle um, for the links there. Um, I'm very, very interested. Oh, uh, hang on. Wants me to look at something. Did, did I not just read this? Did I not just read this? Yes, I did. Um, okay. Uh, look, again, I, I will say this about Robert Malone. Um, he has said things that I have nodded vehemently in agreement with. Um, the issue around remdesivir seems nebulous to me. It's not nailed on like Housatonic is making out. Not that I can see. Um, my only concern is that he's he was ensconced in the biowarfare industry. That's that's literally my only concern. And I don't know. I have never met the dude. I've never spoken to him. All I hear is other people's opinions back and forth about him. I do know he maintains patents for... HIV GP120 epitopes in various forms etc and I I think it a little um, hypocritical to be sitting as a sort of moral which he is he's a he's a fought leader in the medical freedom movement um, it seems a little hypocritical to maintain those patents and royalties, etc., from any of those um, types of technologies. Um, if it was me, I would um, surrender my claim to those uh, issues and carry on with the job. Make make the overtures that would uh, I don't know it, it, give people confidence in in his actions and. Other than that, I don't know. I, again, I'll just sit and watch. I'm far away. I'm not in the US, right? Again, all I can do and all I've been doing is calling out um, what I see left and right. I try to try to do it in um, a funny manner um, so people come back. And 
yeah, I have to, I have to make my living this way now. So, um, let's see. All right, I'm out of here. I'm done. And again, thank you to welcome to the Eagle. It was very interesting. Take care. God bless. See you in the next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these cappers. I will fucking kill each fucking kappa. I swear. <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these cappers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never. No. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking fucking and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them fine. I like this guy. Let up! 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 Let up!